I'm talking about Back for Blood Beta, which we had just a joy playing last night. Oh. No, we are not shills for those developers. <laughs> not at all. We simply had the time of our lives. <laughs> oh, last night was choice. It yeah, was a really good night. Such a good time. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It was. Yeah. I did clip uh, you, the uh, 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 Long Live the King and put it in Horse Chat, just so you know, and we should probably repost that on Twitter because it was. Really oh, cool. I, oh I, I have the entire thing. I have like uh, make the highlight for it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like a, a minute and a half long clip, like right from when he fell to me, like the journey to me getting over there, all the build up. And like as you're running up, you see him go. Oh, I'm slipping. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like killing zombies to get him. And he's like fingers. I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> My fingers. <laughs> I was a little too, a little too excited last night. Oh, that was so much um, fun. Uh, the the back for, was so good. Yeah, the back for my blood beta is absolutely insane. Uh, I mean, it's got it's buggy. Got yeah. some stuff they got to work out, right? But all my expectations are met. Uh, depending on the size of the game, I, it might be a slam dunk, man. If, if we're getting like yeah. a big beefy boy, like it looks like we might be getting slam dunk, man. I, I think they're gonna be. I think they're gonna be good at the gate anyway, because even if it's like a, even if it's only like you're like oh I wish there was more of this. Well, most people are gonna play it through like Xbox Game Pass or PC, yeah. uh, or or something like that. Some some play for play service like the the Xbox actual Xbox Series S service also is gonna have it on there. Excuse me. So you're already gonna have a decent built in audience at launch, even if they aren't paying full price for it. And then they can just add in more shit, right? Like just add in more acts later on, give me some more yeah. DLC or something. I can't tell yeah. you how cool it is that it comes out on Game Pass because like the whole time I was playing it the other night and last night, my thoughts were like, Oh my god, this is fun, but like, am I gonna spend sixty dollars on this? There's no way. Um the fact that they're releasing it on Game Pass is fucking awesome, dude, because it's it's more than worth the what is what is that twelve bucks a month or something, uh, uh, to be able to play that, dude. It's it's a really you're right. It's buggy. There's some stuff they have to change. Like I wish you could switch out mods without like I don't know. There's some systems that are a little weird. The card system I wasn't like crazy 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 about. Um, yeah. Some are good, but some are just so like they just mean nothing. And then some right. fuck you like the sprinting one that you picked up last night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which made for funny commentary, but you know, yeah, not but it, good was, it was an absolute nightmare. Yeah. Like I almost got, I almost got murdered every second we were playing after I picked that fucking card up. Yeah. So, but no, it dude, it it really was a good time. I, I, I can't. Wait I thought I was playing. Again. Like an escort mission with a slightly more capable package. Slightly like, more. I was I was fucking beaming zombies to save you, bro. <laughs> fucking beaming them. That well, one, I'm that like, one, no, that, I got I got swear. That, 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 that one part where we had to like make a run for it and there was like birds everywhere and your guys like don't disturb the birds. And I'm like, Peep's gonna hit every flock of birds. Just keep running. Yeah. <laughs> he hits a flock of birds the way he's like, uh ups. <laughs> Was I not supposed to do that after like the seventh time doing it? Yeah, no, you weren't. <laughs> yeah, so the main the main thrust here is that playing with not, is really funny, but it's also babysitting. Is that what the main thrust yeah. is? <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the main thrust. Is that it's not like Left for Dead. If you miss Left for Dead, it is Left for Dead, and that's fine because yeah, there hasn't really been Left a Left for Dead since Left for Dead too. And and I mean, Scott, uh, you and I had been talking recently uh, in chat about like playing it again just because I missed Left for like we saw Back for Blood coming out we're like oh I missed Left for Dead uh, good news I don't have to go back and play it because it scratches the exact same itch yeah yes. so satisfying um, I mean the gunplay is incredible right like it feels it feels every gun feels different 
you you can honestly tell, like in the first Left 4 Dead games, first two, like doesn't matter what you're using, they all recoil and fire. Like it, the shotgun's the only thing that makes any real difference, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but every gun felt different to me, so they all handled beautifully. Like I I could I could gauge exactly where I needed to fire and and, and hit a headshot from like so fucking far away. Yeah. The only thing is there's there's no bullet drop, so if you're used to playing modern shooters like Call of Duty or Battlefield. You're gonna miss a lot of headshots at first because there is no uh, bullet decay. Yeah, whatever, whatever you would call that. And pistols are the fucking shit in this game. Oh my my God. God, yes, they're so good. Yeah, to the I'm point, so tired. To the point where, like, like in 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 games where pistols are just like pea shooters. It's like you know, in real life, a pistol will fucking kill you, right? Like <laughs> it's just a weird thing. And the fact that they nailed it in this was like, mm, sometimes like I'll have literally mm-hmm. like an assault rifle with epic mods on it, and I'll just use my fucking pistol because head uh, headshots just feel so fucking clean. Oh god, yeah, and the sound they make. Oh, oh yeah. god, that's yeah. so I, good. I, like wet as much apples. as I hundred percent agree, I think they have to tune down the Magnum's range a little bit because nope. I am literally using it as a sniper rifle. Yeah. Like <laughs> it, it was so. Satisfying. Well, I mean, think think about how much fire. Like that's not inaccurate. Right? I mean, you, were you hitting shots further than 100 yards? Because if you hit somebody with, from 100 they yards away with far. a Magnum, their fucking head would implode the same exact way. No, it's more let's, about let's having get, such let's, a Let's short get a Magnum barrel. and a watermelon. We'll find out if it's, if it's factually, you know? Well, yeah. it's, or that's, someone that's, we don't that's like. totally accurate. Yeah, it's, more, it's, you know, it's, it's more about, like, the barrel JK being Rowling. This, Boom. This fucking Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, drag, boys. Just drag Kevin Smith in the middle of a football field. <laughs> Well, he's already, we're not. Listen, he's already we're crying, doing this, Kevin. Yeah, yeah, he's already crying. He doesn't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Maybe he's in an Avengers movie. Maybe he's getting murdered for for sport. But he's crying either way, just in case to make sure he. Uh, Two thirds of this podcast would love to use Kevin Smith as uh, target practice. <laughs> Chris always gets a little uncomfortable. Leave he does this. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's sort of like twiddling his facial hair a little bit. Uh-huh. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm sorry, but like you, there's Wrap no, def- there's no defending Kevin Smith after watching that horseshit He Man and hearing hey, the synopsis. Hey. No, no, no. Hey. We're going, no, we're going right into it. We're going. We right, have, we're di- we have, we have an order we're, for a reason. We're diving directly into the into the shallow end of the pool. Uh, not without my three fucking welcomes. We aren't. <sighs> okay, all yeah, right. that's true. This man is so excited to just shit on somebody that I still like a little bit. Why? What's he? What has he uh-huh. done for you lately? Yeah, what is he? Just seems like a. Were, were you a big fan of yoga hosers, Chris? That what it was? No, <laughs> no that movie was dog shit. But he just feels like a good soul, and I you, feel like oh, he's a good person. Would a, would a good soul parade bratsies around for an hour and forty five <laughs> minutes and waste I, the I fucking need, time? I would make his daughter do weird why. dances with the guy from One Tree Hill, whoever the fuck that guy is. Who is that guy? Adam Brody. Is that name? I don't know. Dude, I, I understood none of those references, and I hate Kevin Smith just as much, so it's okay. It, it's it's intact. My hatred for him didn't go anywhere. Maybe that's my trigger, though. I never watched Yoga Hosers. Maybe that would push me over the edge. <laughs> I don't edge. even know what the fuck Wait, it but is. You, you, it's, yeah, he made, he made Tusk. and Tusk, like, Tusk was born because um, Kevin Smith like was on his podcast just writing a movie live on the air with somebody just making jokes, and then they actually wrote the script and shot Tusk. You know what I mean? Like, like they were supposed to be like just a fuck around. Like, haha! I made a Red State. I'm gonna make another horror movie. But they just let him. <laughs> but they just let him, and <laughs> and then he's like, I'm gonna do this Canadian trilogy of horror movies. And the first one was Dusk, with Johnny Depp being the the only character that's central to all these movies. He's like the detective who like, you know, big big long nose, bad French accent, and he just solves all these weird mysteries. The second one is called Yoga Hosers, and it's about 
a convenience store, I should like a gas station slash convenience store that's built on top of a secret World War II Nazi Germany lab. And what were they making down there? He was trying to he was trying to turn bratwursts into zombies. And there's these little wow, these little these little fat little little, little guys running around yelling wunderbar and killing people. I'm not making this. It sounds like I had a stroke, and right now this is just like free flow, like like this free form thought just pouring out of my my head as I slip into senality. But this is really what the plot of the movie is, and it's fucking horrifying. Nah, it's, it's it so sounds like uh, run of the mill, Kev. Kevin Smith is just your friend that like goes like, <laughs> "Yo, wouldn't it be crazy if?" Except he has the fucking money to do it. That's the problem. He can actually do it. Yeah. We are we done now? We don't have to kill him. We don't have to kill him. Can we put him in traction or something? Jesus Christ. <laughs> No, man, he had a fucking Widowmaker uh, heart attack. He's lucky to be alive. <laughs> He's lost a lot of weight. Why am I defending him so vehemently? I don't know. Why are you? Listen, <laughs> I'll get to it in just a minute. But first, welcome, welcome, welcome to The Cynical Nerd. Boys, we've been out and about. We've been down and out. We've been eastbound and down. I don't know how you fucking great say show. it. This is episode. It is a great show. Um, this is episode 37, and we're sorry it hasn't come sooner. Now, before we get into it. But it's coming. Uh, but it's coming. It's, it's, it's coming. It's, it's gonna come. Oh, coming by mug. So otherwise, I can't. Oh, do you have coffee. the cum mug? He has the cum mug. Yeah, he has it. Uh-huh. So we're we're doing a slight change to our format. We'll see what, how successful we are today. Normally, uh, it's just coffee because I'm oh. very very tired. Normally, we what two and a half hours is about average. Uh, we've been having discussions for a while about changes to that format. No, really, just to, to shorten it a little bit, because not that we want to do less for you, but we we feel like we bloat the podcast a bit um, by just going off on tangents, and we know can be part of the charm. Sometimes we also think it's a little too excess, so we're trimming them down. We're aiming for about an hour, hour and a half, probably an hour and a half, uh, which is what most podcasts are, and then we'll break out our two main topic. We're gonna we're shortening our main topics to just two. Uh, trying to keep that at a minimum unless there's some big event going on. Uh, and we'll cut those out in separate YouTube videos for your viewing pleasure. But with that being said, you know, we're all still here. Yeah. We're all still yeah, licking, wanna, licking if butts. If you want to pleasure yourself too, you're going to come. Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna <laughs> uh, we're all very sleepy, but Derek, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, getting over a little, little, little cough, not a coof. Thank God. Tested negative for the coof yesterday. Uh, I'm just dodging the coof just left and right, um, yeah. thankfully. Uh, but uh, throat's a little sore, but I'm drinking peppermint tea, baby. I put it in a metal mug. I don't know why. It's not going to cool down the entire time we're doing this. So every sip, I'm going to make <laughs> this space because it's really fucking hot. Um, and that's it, Chris. Thank you for asking. Sometimes you just need no someone problem. to ask. Yeah, you're welcome. Scott, how you doing today, buddy? Uh, I'm getting over the coof. I'm recovering from the coof. That is the the coof uh, or the vid or or you can call it the Rona if you like. Uh, we could also call it the Delta variant or uh, what, what's what's uh, Ligma what's Ligma variant from the Ligma, uh, sorry, Sug- yeah. region. Uh, well, yeah, the people at Sugma Corp <laughs> have been really really just hands on with me start to finish. Uh, I've, I've had round the clock care. Um, the only the, the there is there is uh, uh, not not a vaccine, but they've been treating me with like phenoxyl. Uh, something like that. Uh, but the side effects are that I do have I do have murderous visions of me just taking a baseball bat to Kevin Smith's knees. Right. No. Uh, yeah. It's just. And, yeah. You know. it, it made those a lot worse, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Did, did you say your uh, it was from the Sugandis? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, no, no. Sug, Sug McCorp is is located in Sugandis, Taiwan, uh, and <laughs> oh, and it's it's that. it makes it really hard to get to get their uh, their treatments, their medication here because it's it's you know lock and key, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to cover today. Uh, well, really, well, Chris, we have a Chris, couple. Chris, how are how are you what? doing? What? What? How are you doing? Oh, oh, thank you, thank you. I'm very tired. We had a, as we just said earlier, we had a, we had a great night last night playing the video games together, uh, TM. And then I are decided you trying to, stay to sound up 100 years old. Even later, yeah, the, as the kids call them, the video games. We had a, oh, no. uh, and, uh, a grand old time just playing the uh, moving picture uh, games. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, killed the most ridden. Thank you. I'll take the plaque whenever you I, guys are ready. I killed Pete. Uh, Fuck you. I win. <laughs> <laughs> I almost wanted to clip that from my perspective, just because I was crying. Oh, oh no! Please do it! Please do it! Like yeah. I want to get, I want to oh, get, all, I get all everybody. Yeah, well, yeah. because because you hear you say "Long live the king," and like I said last night, there's a there's like a ten second where I'm like I'm like, did you just quote Lion King? And then I'm like I'm like I look, I glance over at the bars and I'm like, wait, Peeps dead, and my brain went, and I went, oh. <laughs> Like, like I was, I was already laughing with him. When Derek started like, I felt like Derek was like, I thought you were gonna give me shit. I was like, oh man, did you just let Peep die for a joke? I was like, oh no, I did. No, that was that was. Oh my god, dude! Like I already had respect for you. It amplified by like tenfold, dude. The commitment to that. Oh my god. He, the, he, is, the best part is we were like, do it. It say Mufasa's line, and he said it, and all three of us were like, not good enough. Do it again. <laughs> I wish I had known what you were committed to, but at the same time, I'm glad we didn't because it still worked out yeah. really well. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know I was going to do that to the very last second because like, he still didn't say it good enough. But I was like, he's got to die. <laughs> he's got to die. Oh fuck! So fresh, fresh off the heels of Italian hands, Henry Cavill, we are back uh, to talk more shit in your ears. So again, we apologize for being a little late skis, but you know, real life, real sickness gets in the way. Mm-hmm. But we have a lot of stuff to talk about, including uh, the Suicide Squad, which we just got to watch the other day. Uh, it's fresh out in HBO Max and in theaters. And uh, the other main topic this week is not going to be a movie; it's going to be Blizzard, if we know going on for like two weeks now but there's a lot that's happened from beginning to end and we're going to talk about all that all that bullshit all those terrible people and uh to start things off last week well it's probably like a week and a half ago at this point we put up on twitter uh a picture and it was a a set photo from the upcoming flash movie that's starring Ezra miller uh, we know that Michael Keaton's going to be in it as his Batman. We know there's some really fucky, timey, whimey shit going on is the best way I'll say it. And the picture we put up is someone in what looks like a variant of Ben Affleck's Batman suit on a bicycle, uh, a, bat, a bat cycle. It's got like two front wheels that are clearly going to be added in CGI. Very militaristic looking, but it, it looks like it would fit lockstep and key with the Batmobile from Zack Snyder's universe. Um, and the reason we put it up is one to spark conversation ahead of knowing we talk about it, and two to say that there there's some weird um, there's some weird theories going on. So originally they thought that this was going to be Ben Affleck's swan song, his last appearance. It probably still will be, but the running theory was he'll just show up in the beginning to kind of set the audience as this is the universe he's in. You know where he's starting from. He's going to say some shit to Barry that triggers like, oh, I can run through time and save my mom, or whatever is going to be the trigger for for breaking the, the multiverse. 
Uh, and then he was going to like just bookend the movie and that was it. No costume stuff. But this very much, there's a big action set piece here uh, with Ben Affleck in his, his Batman suit. And I hope they gave him a nice send off, but it, it really just ruined all the, all the internet basement dwellers uh, theories about what the movie was going to be. Which is always a win. And I, which is always a win. Uh, the, the other, the other photo I will mention before I ask opinions on this is that there were, there are images of Ezra Miller in what looks like Keaton's universe talking to someone who's dressed uh, very similar to him, but like from his time, it looks like he's talking to an alternate version of himself from that universe. Uh, there's a lot of weird shit going on, boys. A lot of weird shit. I, th- I, I'm still, I'm still looking forward to it. Surprise optimist. And uh, I'm just, I think it's going to be weird and I hope that it's weird in a good way. And uh, got perfect timing. How do you feel about it? Uh, I don't give a shit about any of this <laughs> at all. Like, I think, I think run like, oh, running, like running so fast that you change reality is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. I've watched the cartoon version of Flashpoint, and the only thing that was cool about that was that there were other variants. You got to see, like, what would have happened if Bruce Wayne would have died and his father would have lived. Like, shit like that's always cool to me. You know, like, but there's also a run of DC comic books where, like, Bruce Wayne dies, his father becomes Batman, his mother becomes the Joker. Like, that's a cool concept, but it doesn't need to be made into a fucking movie. I think four comic books was enough. Um... The only thing I want to see, I want to see Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton in a tandem Batbike. That's all I need. Oh, oh, who's front? Who's front? Uh, gotta be Keaton. It's gotta right? be Keaton. Right. Gotta be. It has to. Daddy, Daddy rides front. <laughs> Daddy, DD rides front. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, how'd you feel about the screen? Yeah, uh, I said screenshot. How'd you feel? I guess it is a screenshot. But how'd you feel about the uh, set photo? And, uh, you know, the general gist of the film. Uh, I would suck the pubes off of Ben Affleck's dick. <laughs> Oh, you think he has shaft pubes? That's it. That's it. Next topic. Next one. I hope that I hope that like every response you have to is I would suck the pubes. Up. <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah. But, again but, and again and again. But Derek, we're hey, talking what about, do you think about Jackass forever. I would suck the pubes off of Johnny Knoxville's dick. <laughs> oh no! I Next just trailer. <laughs> Uh, okay, back okay. to the Kevin Smith hate. We had a little bit out the gate earlier. Uh, Clerks Three is officially shooting. They're in production now. They're they're doing it in New Jersey, uh, back at the original store that that doubled as the Quick Stop. Um, and they got their whole cast back. Let me just say this one thing: Brian O'Hall- O'Hall- O'Halloran not not aging well. <laughs> which which one, which which oh one was God. that? Uh, he's like the main the main Don main guy. Dante, yeah. yeah. Oh, he wasn't aging well when he was twenty. <laughs> yeah, he. Yeah. He's the guy who he looked like great. he was forty when he graduated high school. I, yeah. I know people who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones, guys, but I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm hucking cinder blocks at that motherfucker. Oh my god! Well, when I heard that they were shooting back to the original location, my first thought was, "It's a real shame no one ever burnt that building down, right? Like there was never an act of a random act of arson or something. Why, like?" What makes Kevin Smith think that people want to watch a movie about him making his first movie? Because they keep going to him. They no, no. He, I, he's he's just he's literally he's a narcissist. He is a humongous narcissist. I'll yeah, say that. Like, remember the uh, the th- the what was it called the the fuck the three end or whatever? Like the there was like th- a weekend where he did like three shows back to back to back, and uh, he literally just like talked about himself. There was no jokes like you th- it was kind of presented as a stand up like there's nothing funny. He just like talked about oh w- one time uh, me and like Jason Muse <laughs> were uh, we were getting high and it's like 
the fuck? Like, why do I care about any of this? He is a total narcissist. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, but I watched the same thing that you watched. It was like him like talking about his life after his heart attack. He had lost the weight. But he's still wearing that jersey that was like eight sizes too big. Because when you own, when all you own is hockey jerseys and you lose 200 pounds, it, it, he, probably, he probably would have to spend a good 20, 30 grand to replace the hockey <laughs> Wait, jersey. Wait, remember the picture of him in jorts? Do you know what I'm talking about? Just, no, <laughs> just yeah. Google Kevin Smith jorts right now. Just do it real quick. Just, There's a lot, just though. Just do it. <laughs> He's just always in George. Can we can we uh, see who, can we see who can find the worst Kevin Smith in George picture? <laughs> yeah, I I'm think I got it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, oh my it. god! <laughs> I found it. I know exactly what it's, it. They look. It looks like he's wearing Jinkos that just. Yeah, they're they're more giants than anything. <laughs> yeah, they're like ba- like Jinkos for babies. Giants. <laughs> Uh, so as as uh, Scott alluded to, the premise of this film is actually just his life. Um, in, well, kind of. In Clerks 3, following a massive heart attack, Randall, who was the one a video store clerk, uh, enlists fellow clerks Dante, Elias, Jay, and Son of Bob to make a movie immortalizing his life at the convenience store that started it all. But yeah, a little bit of the old uh, and then all of the new. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Here's the one thing. I thought that the Elias character in Clerks 2 was actually kind of funny. So uh, hopefully he's still funny. Wait, is, was Elias the weird kid who had like his girlfriend? Had he was the weird control? kid. Yeah. And that, that I mean, whole bit was really funny. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that uh, actor he was is funny. Glad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Who's the actor who plays him? I don't know. He's, he's, never, he's like probably a, never done yeah. anything else. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, that, that, that actor is probably great or probably stoked that there's. Uh, a clerk's three happening, but he's probably the only one, right? Yeah, Trevor Furman. Trevor Furman. I've never. He's got to look like outside. shit now, though. He hasn't maintained himself. He hasn't been in yeah. anything else. Oh, well, man. he was a scrawny. He was a scrawny baby boy when that movie was filmed. Yeah, so. that's true. I mean, let's let's be real here. Like Jeff Anderson, Brian O'Halloran, and uh, Jason Mewes are probably the reason this movie's getting made. Right? Like that and yeah. Kevin Smith's unquenchable thirst. Narcissist, he just wants to talk about himself. He wants, he wants, he wants to immortalize himself more than he already has. I, 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 I get. I on one hand, all right. I want to be fair. I hate Kevin Smith as much as you do. I love his all, all his old movies. To be clear, do you? To, do you? To, I, I really do all the old ones. I everything do. After, uh, everything after Dogma can eat. Well, no, Red State was good. Everything after Red State can eat shit. Honestly, but like also, I liked Clerks too. Clerks two got panned. I liked it. Uh, you know, all of his stuff from the nineties. Chasing Amy is like one of my favorite movies. It, it was like one of my formative movies that make me like you know uh, uh offbeat movies um have you watched it recently yeah i did it's still good i still liked it it's it's really heavy on like the sexism but i mean everything was yeah, yeah yeah but uh uh ben affleck plays an unbearable cunt in that movie he really does he's an asshole yeah. like he's 100 percent the villain it's like 500 days yeah. of summer like you're from yeah. the perspective of the antagonist that just takes the whole movie to figure it out um Kind of guy who has sex in a very uncomfortable place. Yeah. Like the but anyway, Volkswagen. I, yeah. I know he, he had the Widowmaker uh, uh, heart attack and it changed his life. He went, I have to change all this stuff. I get that this is his way, like his sort of swan song to close this chapter of his life that, you know, where it began. Like, I get that. But it just sounds like a it's it's for him. That's the whole point. The premise isn't interesting at all. It's it's shoehorned in. It's it's entirely it's not for the fans. It's not for us. It's not for the people, like I said, like me that loved his movies back then. 
it's for him. So what's the fucking point? I, I don't know. It's going to be dumb. To, to me, Clerks 2 felt like a cash grab. felt like it underdelivered. I didn't like it at all. It felt like oh. they, they took what worked in the first one, which is very little. I'll be honest, like, I don't even have a, a great love for the first Clerks. Yeah. Um, but they just amped up the gross. They had, yeah. they had more dick jokes. Oh, and there was that, like, movie. dancing montage. Oh, God yeah, yeah. damn it. It's just, it's Clerks 2 is not good. It's not. Neither is Jay and Silent Bob reboot. He's just going through all his old franchises yet. and trying to, like, tap out the lat, like, to tap the vein for the last bit of blood he can squeeze out of the stone. And it's just, it's, it's embarrassing. It's, I'm embarrassed for him, but also fuck him. Yeah. God damn it. Speaking of Kevin Smith, boys, He-Man came out recently. We've been talking about it for I'm a while. I'm embarrassed for him and fuck him. <laughs> I'm embarrassed for his daughter, who he named Harley Quinn Smith. Yeah, but uh, I would suck the pubes off of Kevin Smith's dick. <laughs> Next topic. Uh, so we've been talking about the He-Man show for a while. The animation I, we thought I looked wish really you would have stopped right there. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not doing a full review here. We're giving brief thoughts. I know that Scott absolutely hated it. I'm not sure how Derek is 100% on the topic. But anyway, uh, He-Man came out. And Scott, why don't you just... Why don't you All just right, continue yeah. to pummel Kevin Smith? Uh, I think this show is dog shit, right? But not for any <laughs> of the reasons that people are going on and on online about. Like, I don't have any emotional attachment to him. I think it's a stupid character. Uh, I think that this show didn't need to exist, just like Clerks 2 and Clerks 3 don't need to exist. Just like Jane's Silent Bob reboot don't need to exist. Let's get a Dogma sequel, right? Fuck it. We closed the chapter. We finished that story. Let's just tackle another two and a half hours. Maybe, maybe make, I don't know, 300 million at the box office at most. I'd go watch it. Dogma's a fucking great movie. (laughs) I'd go see Dogma too. If if they if if they got Chris Rock back, I consider it. But they're not getting Carlin. Yeah. R.I.P. It'd be really impressive if they did, though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My 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 biggest issue with with He Man is that the woke mob is descending on anybody who criticizes in any way, shape, or form. It's a bad. It's a poorly written show, and we've got to the point now where you can't criticize something for. You can't even tell people what you're criticizing. We have the same issue with Black Widow. You can't criticize something for its faults without being called this or that because people want to tell you what your intent is, why you're attacking something. That's my biggest issue with this. And it also, I think we talked about, it feels kind of like Kevin Smith did what he did just to garner attention for Clark's three. Yeah. You said everything I was going to say, honestly. It, it, it's, it's well animated. Powerhouse animations did it. That's why I watched the whole thing because they, they're, they are so fucking talented. Uh, that the animation enough and sort of the character design was enough to um, uh, carry me through it. There were some good moments, like when the little wizard that looks like Vivi from Final Fantasy IX, whose name I can't remember, uh, sacrifices himself. Like, that was kind of a... Oh, you did watch the whole thing? I I watched the whole thing. It's only five episodes. I mean, I figured I'd just bang it out. But um, no, I didn't like it. I I, I didn't like... and, and. you're right. It, when you when you attack the fact that they kill off He-Man in episode one and then and then he comes back, but then they kill him, kill him in episode five. Um, and when you attack that idea, you're immediately assumed to be a misogynist. And I just don't it has nothing to do with uh, I think her name was Tila. Like, oh, a woman's in control. I, I just don't care about that. None of these characters are interesting. Yeah. He-Man no. isn't that interesting. It's just the fact that you did it for shock factor. Because you wanted to garner attention, whether it was positive or negative press around yourself right around the time when your uh, uh, 
Clerks 3 production is starting in earnest. That's how I saw it. It felt dishonest. It felt cheap. Uh, a lot of people loved it, and I'm happy for them that they enjoyed it. I just felt like it was it was a cheap... I felt like it was a kidney shot. And that's really... Uh, that's it. I think my problem with this is that the era when it originally, when it originally came out, it was, it was G.I. Joe, right? It was Mighty Max. It was a show meant to sell you toys. When yeah. Chris talked to this before, like weeks ago, he's like, they would literally just introduce new characters week to week so they could sell you a new fucking action figure. And in an age where three-year-old kids are picking up their iPads and playing on their Switches, action figures are a fucking thing of the past. The only people who play with action figures now are 35-year-old men or 55-year-old men. I think. I don't know. I yeah, don't. and they all have jars. Let's not yeah. talk about them. <laughs> No, but like, what's with your toy and jar collection? (laughs) (laughs) How do those correlate? Um, yeah, it's just just, there's it doesn't need to exist at this point in time. My biggest problem with it, like, every character on the show is is like, replace like, I don't care about He Man at all. Like, that was the biggest thing. I saw people online just complaining about him dying and about you know, um. Liara being the main character, but I thought He Man was just as disinterested. That's as Mass she- Effect. It's. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I was just going to let it go. What's her name? I think what was her name? I think Tila or something like Tila. that. That okay. could have been our first really great fuck TCN correction. That was true. Just it yeah. by. I was letting it sit. Yo, Ron would have pounced on me like a wolf. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Ron. Um, yeah. Uh, I I mean, I got a surprise for you guys. You liked it? I didn't hate it. Yeah, I, I hate it. That, I uh, so here's here's the issues with it, right? One, 100% agree. Does not need to exist. At all. I, I have... I we, But before the show came out, I said, I'll be interested to see if I like it, because none of us have any real emotional attachment to it. It wasn't on when, when I was a kid. It wasn't airing anymore. It was an 80, It was a, a baby of the 80s and selling toys, and I had no no real commitment to it. No, inter- I had no nostalgia for it. Um... And after watching it, I st- it still didn't need to exist. Uh, but I didn't hate that He-Man died in the beginning, mostly because I didn't fucking care about it. Uh, Tila was cool. I thought she was a cool. The voice actors uh, were all really good. The animation was really good. Oh, VA um, was really good. I'll give it that the, too. You're the, right. One of, my, one of my biggest problems with it is that it's they're like, oh, well, it's a show from the 80s that we updated. But you didn't because you do so many of the stupid jokes and tropes from the original that it feels like you're watching an original 80s episode and all the cheese that comes with it. Just and very, that kinda- very briefly, I just want to say that, that was the point that I wanted to make. I completely forgot is that they wanted to both preserve a show from the 80s, keep all that corny humor and the and those sort of basic storylines, but also do like a new wave thing. And it's like you have to like you have to do one or the other or it's just jarring and weird. Like, am I supposed to right. see these characters as having depth and like the ability to feel and sacrifice or are they just like like these dumb little one-liner things that they're doing like it just felt like they tried to do both at once and failed horribly i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you that's okay um whenever i do that it's usually just a it's personally gratifying for me because i'm like oh same points same points same points same points anyway so it felt like they were doing that which meant that those little one-liners all felt really stupid and come across as like disingenuous or like, hey, look at me, wink, wink. Because the whole rest of it is like a more modern take on the story. And, and you know, even though it's a silly, stupid, dating story, they still clearly were trying to modernize it. Um, 
There were some okay moments. Like you said, the sacrifice of the little mage was cool. They built up to that for a while about him not feeling good enough. Uh, they, they literally take you to the underworld and then to like this universe's version of heaven, which I didn't expect because I don't know anything about this universe. I didn't know that those places existed. So uh, it's, it's, just, it's the dumbest names. The, too. Names like the main were role so is Eternia. <laughs> and the, the underworld is Subternia. And then I forget what the fucking I can't remember what heaven was. If I could if I could like wipe Pretend. my ass with this show, like like in physical form, I would do it. Just take the biggest, greasiest shit, sting ring a clock, and just drag the show, maybe the script to the show, or maybe Kevin Smith's tear-stained face just directly from my grundle back across my asshole. I would That's watch the no show shit. again if at random points like your shit fell from the sky, just greasy, ru- greasy runny dumps, and the characters were like all had to react to it, like oh oh oh, that would make it way more watchable. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, but uh, the other the other part that I liked was uh, he had a choice. To, so so Praetorian is kind of like their Valhalla. Going. Yeah, it's still going fuck face. You get to shit on it for fifteen minutes. I'm going to talk about it. So uh, the the heaven heaven's like Valhalla, and uh, he's up there because of the sacrifice that he made. It's like his his award for for being a, a good human, and he has a choice to make. They're like, oh shit's really fucked up. And they're like, if you leave. You can't come back here. Like you're not guaranteed to have like a good afterlife. You're just gonna go wherever the fuck. And he makes the choice to come back, and then gets murdered immediately after coming back, which felt really fucking weird. However, guess what? He's not dead. So he's not dead. Uh, Kevin Smith was actually like screamed at not not an in interview. He was screaming at the internet. And he was like, "You really think Mattel would let me fucking kill off He Man when I'm making a fucking show about He Man?" Um, he's right. He didn't kill him. He, they they mortally wound him, but I think it's because Tila's going to take up the sword or whatever. They're trying to give her room to grow. Again, I it wasn't great, but I also didn't hate it with the rage yeah. that you guys did. Um, oh, I, I didn't it hate it either. I just thought it was bad. Like I just didn't like think if, it was. Is there more of this coming? If I yeah, there's gonna, that was like the first half. It was only five episodes. Um, oh, doing more? Yeah. Oh, well, no. unless people hate it that much, they did. We'll they see. they didn't. People really latched onto this show because it became it's riding the woke wave it's it's the fact that they got rid of he-man who's always been sort of an icon like in the an icon that like you know his name is he-man right like (laughs) so those kind of folks really fixate on he-man um so the fact that they 86 him in the first episode uh, it, it, the show is kind of being championed for. Yeah, but but what it's, about it's the, the, old, like, the old time guy? His name was Hero. Hero. Oh yeah. Oh, don't forget about Hero. <laughs> yeah. God, if, the, if there were ever a show made to just sell fucking toys, like Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Uh, no. I, I I get I get what you're saying, but it's it's I, it's never really dawned on me that like this character who's clearly slicked up in oil and wearing. A full out leather daddy bondage outfit is like an icon for straight cisgender men. That like that just yeah. hit me, and I'm like, oh, oh no, my, my brain's melting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's a funny thing that I never realized until I finished watching the show. And the original show, he's always super big buff boy. Like even when he's got like the weird blonde haircut and he's in like the pink over, he's still super huge buff guy. And then he turns into He Man and, and goes down to his skivvies. But in the new one, he's scrawny, and I yeah. actually like that change. And his name is like, Adam. What a cunt. Yeah. Whose Brand's name is Adam, Adam, you little bitch? 
course you're skinny. Uh, except for my best friend in elementary school. Hey, hey buddy, you're, you're all right. Now, fuck you too, Adam. God damn you, Adam. <laughs> all right, we've spent far too much time on He-Man. What, what, what about Adam's, um, the Adam the Adam song was written about? The one who spilled the uh, apple juice in the hall. <laughs> well, he can't hear me anyway, so fuck you, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're running behind already. <laughs> bad, bad rants. Uh, insane customization mode coming to Battlefield 2042. Hard right turn into a video game video before we go into our trailers. So, Battlefield 2042 is coming out. All the bullies are very excited. All the DDs, all the BBs. Uh, we yeah, are very babies. stoked about this to the fact where me and Gloom and a couple buddies have been playing Battlefield 5 again. Um, and they released. An update. So, of course, we're going to have all our typical, uh, all the typical modes you'd expect with Battlefield. But they're introducing something called Portal, which is more or less a map slash mode editor. So it's they've got assets from all different Battlefield games in there. I'm talking Battlefield Bad Company Two, Battlefield Three, Battlefield 1942, all the way back, and all these assets have been completely redone from the ground up. To have modern graphics, they've grabbed maps from those eras, and they basically threw all that shit into a pot and are allowing people to make whatever custom games they want to. And I'm talking extreme customization. They they did ridiculous examples like you can do uh, knives versus defibrillators, um, or you can do you know like like just off the wall shit. You can do whatever you want. But the main crux of this for me personally. There's a ton of customization there. You can do whatever you want. All I care about is that if you want to, because the assets are there, you can just make Bad Company 2 maps. You can you can limit the weapon selection to the weapons that are allowed at that time. You can even turn off the ability to go prone because that wasn't a thing in uh, Bad Company 2. You can use the maps that are in there for that and literally just play like what would feel like a remastered couple of Bad Company 2 maps. The same goes for the other games that have assets in there and they're going to add more as they go but the logic editor in this was very impressive the thing that allowed you to like dictate how the uh how the maps work and how the the weapons are used um it looked really cool and really powerful and i think it's got the real ability to give legs to battlefield 2042 uh in longevity something that would keep people wanting to come back for a while um and i think it's really cool i think it's a neat addition that's it that's all i got that yeah, awesome. everything hey. that comes out about 2042 just has me amped. That's all I have to say. I can't fucking wait. Is it like you didn't think your dick could get any harder, but lo and behold, there it is? But then, yeah, now it's like gangrenous because like blood is being cut <laughs> off to it because uh. it's so. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, that, that yeah. Took a, it's not podcast talk. That took a that took a turn. <laughs> all I can think about was Nick's blue chew speech. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Scott, that, that was interesting to wake up to, to, to Scott being like, thanks for the weed, man. High comes rock. <laughs> Wait, who said that? Uh, Nick. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. All right. I missed that yeah. part. Yeah, that was an interesting uh, segue <laughs> for the morning. He's got a cub. Oh, God, I'm got a cub. got a cub. I hate it. I hate it so much. Oh, here it comes. Oh, coming. <laughs> Sky, how do you feel about this? You got anything to add? No, no, it looks great. When, when I, when I, every time I hear some more news about Battlefield 2042, I feel like I'm good. Oh, here it comes. Oh, coming. I hate it. It sounds like it's a fucking cupcake in your throat. <laughs> 
Uh, it's, it's, meant, it's, it's meant to sound like Woody Allen having an orgasm. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Yeah. 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 You know where he does those now. That's, that's yeah. horrible. <laughs> that's gross. Uh, to be 14 again. Uh, oh, no. no. God damn it. I wasn't going to do it. God, I wasn't going to do it. God damn it. Uh, I, I only did it because I knew so it makes Scott laugh. I was going to say only minors know at this point, but. Uh. <laughs> All right. We have trailers to get through. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven trailers. One of them is a video game. Hour and a half. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're good. We got 40 minutes. We plenty of time. <laughs> 20 minutes for the trailers and then a half hour for the topics. Uh, maybe. Probably not. We'll see. Jackass forever. First one up on the block. These old bags of shit are still making movies. Without Ryan Dunn and without Bam Margera for very different reasons, but <laughs> look at the at the way that Bam Margera is going, probably the same reason sooner rather than He's later. He's going to turn up a lot uh, like Ryan Dunn soon, yeah. Yeah. Oh, ouch. Uh, Bam Margera looks like that girl who ate the gum she wasn't supposed to eat in Willy Wonka and like blew up to be a blueberry. <laughs> he's like he's like in the first stage where like he's getting kind of jaundice and he's swelling, but he hasn't popped those three buttons on the front of his little blue dress yet. He looks like he got yeah. stung by bees on the inside. <laughs> exactly. Um, so <laughs> you got him. You got him. I, I, Jack, I gotta ask you a question. How satisfying is it to get a reaction like that from Scott? Isn't it very satisfying? It's really, it's really good. Yeah, it like feeds your soul when you when Absolutely. you get a laugh. Off, that's why I made the I Woody it. Allen joke because I knew I'd get a couple <laughs> seconds of that. I get a little cockier every time. Like it, it's that nourishing, uh, the nourishing uh, laugh. Uh, so look, the Jackass Forever trailer literally just tries to play off nostalgia so much so that they play clips from older movies in black and white. Oh, really? Really got you, boy. Uh, I got to admit, I got to admit, it worked a little bit on me, just a, just a little bit. And because my my heart is not frozen over yet, I grew up watching these. I was in a different place in my life every time a new Jackass movie came out, but I always watched them. And as much as they were doing the same stupid shit, I always laughed at them. And uh, I'm going to watch it. I mean, yeah. I know that this is the equivalent of they all need money because they're running out in their prospective lives. And I'm going to give it to them. I'm going to give them some fucking yeah. change from my pocket because it, it, it's not I miss a bad, all of them. It's not a bad grandpa sequel, so I'm into it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, if, we, if really the takeaway is stop Johnny Knoxville from making bad grandpa sequels. Yeah. Yeah. I uh it, 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 I agree with you. I actually it got like an emotional response out of me. Like it's it's weird. It's it just reminded me of being a kid and and it said something in there. I forget the exact way. Uh when was the last time you and your friends got together and blah 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 whatever it was. And uh it looks good. I mean, they all look a lot better than you'd think that they would, but it seems like they're still doing crazy shit. Oh I, I absolutely can't wait to see it. I have the trailer playing silently because I was trying to grab the, the thing that you were talking about. He says, when's the last time you got together with old friends to laugh your asses off? That's what is it is. Yeah. Choice. And right after that, they played a clip of someone going to take a ramp with a bike. And it was a Wiley e. Coyote painted wall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait. I kind of can't wait for it. <laughs> and things like Jackass is one of those movies that like you watch once or twice and then you're good forever. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. But. But I can't tell you how many times I've gone back and watched like the bit where the guy paints a little, a little forest on his butt and then shits like a volcano. Like all that <laughs> stuff exists on YouTube. Now. So like, if you have a favorite bit, 
You can just, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's. Yeah, it's we great. did though. I'll tell you this. Ron and I watched one through three, not even a year ago. And we were like in tears. Like, it's not like you grow up and it's immature humor now. No, it's still hilarious. Yeah, because pee pee and poo poo and fart jokes are still fucking great. It's, no, they're not going anywhere. They <laughs> they've kind of cornered the market. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty excited. It looks like from the trailer they've got some celebrities coming in. I saw MGK in there. Um, I think I saw Justin Bieber at one point. Uh, but who cares if they put them in awkward situations and make me laugh? It's I'm 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 fucking on board for it. Bam Margera, uh, I'm sorry that you're ruining your life, but you don't deserve to be in this. Well, no, there's there's uh, literally takes leaked, there's literally like Steve-O wrote like a this beautifully worded thing about yeah. like how uh you know Knoxville and the producers of this movie the ones are the ones who saved his life uh, and yeah. helped yeah. get intervention for him. So the fact that like. They're trying to do the same for Bam. Bam just won't stop drinking. It's sad. And yeah. Bam is acting like they're, I mean, it's typical addict behavior. I mean, we could talk about this shit all day, but it is, it, all jokes about Bam aside, I genuinely hope that he gets better. I know that this yeah. started when Ryan Dunn died. Like, he, he every, all of them took it hard, but he really took it hard, and he just got worse yeah. and worse and worse. He's not accepting any help. I mean, it's it's textbook uh, uh, addict behavior. But I know this is a this is a fun podcast, not a sad podcast. Uh, no, but I mean, so I hope you get better, Bam. He's he's definitely got like a little bit of that child child star. Oh, one like, hundred percent. Yeah, you know what I mean, because like yeah. he he blew up he blew up so big off of Viva La Bam, and he, at one point like he was just you could tell he was he was definitely so full of himself. You know, what I mean, he's at the point now where like it's all in black and white right in front of you. If you can't see, you have like, you you want celebrity rehab twice, bro. You don't think you have a problem? Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you admitted you had a problem when you went on celebrity rehab. Yeah, you know you're a little too full of yourself when you wear that many rings, yeah. crosses. <laughs> the thing know. is, I'm surprised. That the, I, I have a theory that maybe his hands have just swollen up to the point where he can't get the rings. He just off can't now. get them off anymore. They're just yeah, there forever like, now. Yeah. Like he knows that it's it's a bad look in t- in 2021. He's like, I can't fucking. I've tried yeah. butter. I've tried everything. I can't. Did you did you guys watch <laughs> the video butter. of him? He he was like posting videos that he took himself on Instagram of him like basically talking shit on Knoxville and Steve O yeah. and. Dude, it's like it's it's genuinely depressing. If you haven't seen them, don't watch them. That oh, dude is a mess. He is a fucking mess, man. Yeah, it's not good. All right, uh, moving on. On that happy note. <laughs> on that he's happy a, note. He's the kind of guy that another, hits you up at three a.m. and asks for money when he hasn't talked to you in years. Yeah, yeah it hmm. sounds like it. <laughs> uh, wouldn't actually be surprised either. Um, so yeah, an actual happy note. What we do in the shadows season three is ramping up. We're almost there, boys. We got less than a month. Comes out September second on FX. Uh, they've been releasing these little trailers here and there. The one in particular that we have in the document is is just a short like minute and some change of them selling various things on eBay from the house and uh, the usual hijinks ensues. And I just, I just, there's nothing here to say besides I, I really can't wait for the show to come back and uh, for it to make me laugh. Cause I miss it dearly. Yeah. I'm literally wearing a, what we do in the shadows t-shirt uh, and I'm ready to go. Boys thoughts. It's pretty much it. Can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. 10 <laughs> out of 10, man. It, all the little bits they were doing. Fantastic. Watching Colin. Be a piece of shit to Guillermo. Oh, yeah. so good. Yeah. He like looks um, at the yeah. camera and his eyes yeah. glow at the end. And I'm like, yes, I can't wait. Colin is, it's one of those rare occasions where like the worst character on the show is my favorite. Oh, Colin like, is the best dude. Oh yeah, my God. Yeah, like like when I, when I would watch The Office, I would cringe everything that Michael Scott said. I, it was unbearable. And Colin is the exact same level of cringe, 
but like he's in on the joke and that makes yeah. all well, the difference he was, to me. He was in the office in like small roles too. He had this, like, I, never mind. I, I don't remember how the exact line goes. I'm going to butcher it, but he played like some, an IT guy or something, but he's like a total fucking moron. He's like constantly yeah. walking up to people. Like, it's not that I can't hear. It's just that if I hear two people talking at the same time, <laughs> it cancels each other out. And everybody's like, what the fuck are you talking? About? Anyway, just look it up. Just Somebody should take those clips and edit in like his eyes glowing when he says something yeah. particularly yeah, shitty. Like it would probably work. Robinson, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty great. Um, yeah, I mean, we're all looking forward to it. I have nothing to say besides give it, give it, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Give me. For it. I would all suck right, Nandor's uh, dick to the root. <laughs> nah, that's it wrong. Which what did you yeah, say you earlier? <laughs> I'd suck the pubes off of Nandor's dick. Yeah, yeah, that. That's what I did. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That was the one. All right. That was it. Back back to a probably divisive trailer. We are getting through these pretty quick. Good job, good job, boys. Uh, Dune well has another official trailer that came out. That movie comes out October 22nd. I still don't know what to make of this movie. I never saw the original. I never read the book. I don't, besides very, very vague sci-fi concepts, I do not know what the main thrust of this is going to be about. And because I like sci-fi, therefore... I am interested, but I'm still cautiously interested because it looks like it's going to be this big, like, look at us. We're going for this epic sci-fi tale, and I don't know if they're going to hit that mark or not. I, lo- I love the director. Is it? Is it? Uh, it's Dennis, Dennis Villanova. Dennis can't say his name. Dennis V, I call him. Villanova. He did Arrival, Blade Runner 2049. Like, he shoots these amazing looking films, and I hope that it's, I hope that, I honestly hope that it'll succeed, but I am still on the fence about it. I don't, I don't know. I think it's going to suck. Okay. <laughs> I knew you were coming to me first. I think it's going to suck. I, and I don't like saying that. Like, I don't take pride in that. I don't think I'm being like, yeah, head of the curve, cynical guy. I, it just doesn't look good. I remember when uh, the um, trailers for Anthem, the game, and I'm going somewhere with this, came out. I remember reading a comment on Reddit that said, oh, this just looks like video game, the video game. And I never really <laughs> knew what that meant. And now that I see all the, the two trailers they've released for Dune, I'm like, this is just action movie, the movie. Like, it looks like they're just hitting a checklist of, like, the corny, cheeky one-liners. They got what's-his-name to play Duncan. Uh, uh, I can never remember this guy's name for some reason. Jason Momoa. They have some great talent in it. But, like, they do. Um, Dennis V is... Look, we've talked shit on Blade Runner before because it's boring, and it is. Um, both the original and the new one storyline wise, but I'm telling you the cinematography in Blade Runner 2049 is I'm not saying it's good or great or wonderful. It is masterclass. It's it's there's no flaw to be found in it. It's Uh, 2049 is a fucking fucking beautiful. And the the music, there's like this aesthetic. It's just that the, the, the dialogue Although there is some hard-hitting dialogue here and there, overall, th- the movie just does not flow well, but oh my god, it's fucking gorgeous. It's worth watching. It's long, get high on a day you don't have anything to do and just watch it. I can't recommend it enough. Uh, there, none of that is in any of these shots. Like, I just don't see that. I, it, I, I'm not seeing this, like, masterful uh, cinematography. It just looks like you could told me you could have told me make a Michael Bay film this and I would have no reason not to believe you. Uh, not, 
none of the dialogue seems seems interesting. I mean, with this I don't much know. CGI, is it even possible to have it feel like you framed a decent shot? Yes, because twenty forty nine is like eighty percent CGI, and it looks incredible. Did, um, didn't they have like didn't they have like practical things in the foreground though? Foreground, like yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I, I think it's gonna be. I'm still gonna see it because. I'm still going to see it because I love Dennis V and I've always wanted to get into Dune, but there is this thing amongst people who uh, read Dune and watched the movies that have come out and it's called the curse of Dune. And it's basically that it just doesn't translate into movies. Well, Um, so I'm going to see it. Uh, I don't expect it to be good though. All right. It's cute. Uh, I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. I'm I'm, I'm middling for once. Um, we're, We're middling together. Yeah. Uh, I, I, there's a lot that I dislike about this, but it also seems like they're, they're going way more into the story that I, it's further than I've ever gotten. And I've tried to watch the old Dune, uh, like three or four times. and I've never made it far enough to understand what the fuck is going on. Um, I, I do hate Timothy Chalamet though. Like he spells yeah. his name like a cunt. He's everything about, hate. everything about him is, is really off putting to me. <laughs> he looks like if Tom Hiddleston had leukemia. Uh, and I just don't, <laughs> Jesus. I just don't, I don't, he's got that, fa- he's got that face where like, I wouldn't give him a kidney if he needed it. You know what I mean? Like I would not give him a kidney. No, like, it's a, mine. Yeah. Like even if like, I, no, fuck you. Uh, he looks like the kind of guy whose dad owns a car dealership and every summer he brings his jet ski down to the lake and like knocks over your sailboat. Like he looks like just a fucking bully. I don't like this kid. Um, yeah. But but also like there's so much going on here. It's it's hard to gauge. Like it feels like you're being just like bombarded with different like with like an all star cast. And recently that hasn't had a great track record. Like back in the heyday, we had movies like Independence Day. It was like all star cast, phenomenal. Uh, but now more than ever, it seems like when they have these big budget movies, they just throw all their money into casting. Right. Uh, uh, and then it's 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 usually lacking either in the, like the narrative beats or. Uh, cinematography or or even like the special effects like this all just looks like I'm watching a cutscene from a fucking video game like no one looks like they're real even the people that I know are look like they're not half the time uh, I will say that Zendaya though that's her name right I think Zendaya yeah Zenda- same, sorry, Zendaya. same thing Zendaya uh, uh, she looked cool with the blue eyes. That's all I got. That one shot where they show her turn around, stand up. I like that. That was cool. Not in a weird way. I know she's young. Relax, guys. Um, no, she's of age. She's yeah, allowed pretty to say sure. that. Pretty sure. No, no, yeah. but, I, but, I still, but I'm still not doing it. I'm still not, still not going oh, Okay. There. That's fine. Uh, I respect you for that. No, but, no, but yeah. I, I, thought that, I thought that shot yeah, was cool. Yeah, she's 24. She does look very young, though. She yeah. has that face. Well, she always, she always plays 17-year-olds, so it's still weird, right? right? Yeah. No, yeah, no, it's thanks. true. No, thanks. Yeah, um, you can be thirsting over the girl playing a high schooler. Yeah, I understand that. I mean, you can, but we all know who that makes you, right? <laughs> yeah. Woody Allen. Tim- Timothy Chalamet. Because he's a fucking creep. <laughs> Look at that slick back, dirty hair. Yeah, um, he even is a minor, but he's still a pedophile when he sleeps with minors. <laughs> <laughs> How old is like? I, I think is I saw him on SNL, and he was just so like unbearable and awkward. It yeah. was like watching. It's like when I saw Elon Musk on SNL, and I hated him after that. Like sometimes you think you like somebody until you see them in, in like action. You see him like you have to watch them be a person for 45 minutes and you can't do it. Right. Timothy Chalamet just looks like the guy that like threatens you like his dad's a lawyer, like his dad's got all this. Money. Yeah. They, and like he'll start shit with you and you're like, hey, back up, fuck face. He's like, my dad's a lawyer. If you touch me, he'll ruin your life. That's what his face looks like to me. 
Oh, yeah. His face looks like his dad is a lawyer. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's my final yeah. point. I like, I like that. Uh, or, I like earlier, that. just a little sidebar. When Chris called me fuckface earlier, I felt my dick twitch. <laughs> uh oh, you got that Derek syndrome coming the, the, in. The, 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 the thing, the thing is, the thing is, like the way you get when I when you make me laugh when I when I get when I hear you angry because you're always so like not docile, but you're always like so like calm yeah, and docile. Well fair. No, but but when, I, when you when you get like a little when you hate something and I can hear that fire or when you get mad, it just it tickles, it tickles my fancy. Oh okay, uh, that's probably a bad thing for me, right? No, I, mean, I think it's wow. then, I don't want to get Then you'll be rock hard if you did Endgame Dungeons in WoW with Chris. The passive aggressive just fucking flies out. He's like, hey guys, uh, we wanted to be standing in a circle. We want to be standing over here. We want to be standing over here. How many times do I have to say it? And we're all like, yes, sorry, sorry, we're coming. I, mean, I, I watched uh, a few of those raids and uh, there was a lot There was a lot of peeb dying. <laughs> I was going to say, let's be fair, 80 to 90% of my anger came from the fact that Peeb knew we were going to do something that required a semi-complex thought and still got blasted high and decided to come and, and I'm like, I'm just mad just from go from that. I'm like, you're you're too high to take direction already, I can tell. And we're about to go into a dungeon where you have to pay attention to things. Go back and watch that video and just listen to him go, um, fingers. <laughs> try, not to, try not to pinch your pants laughing. I can't your wait. Fingers. I'm going to do it as soon as we're done. I'm going to send right. you the longer version I have. Oh yeah, please! I want the highlighted version. We should yeah, put the highlighted yeah. version on the on our Twitter. Wow. Um, also, yeah. also send me send me a vod of you during that point. I will. We'll, I will. We'll get we'll get like a little comp gun. I'll edit oh, the back and forth like your yeah. response and mine. Yeah, and I'll make um, my video a little longer. <laughs> the next four things we have to talk about are all horror adjacent or related. So the first one is Ghostbusters Afterlife. We get a new trailer. Um, I'm gonna go first because I want to. I like the trailer. Um, the only part of the trailer I didn't like was when it reminded me of the tiny Stay Puft guys. Everything else was great. I just I get that reminder of them and I get annoyed all over again. Uh, but they fixed it. There's a couple of things. So, so clearly the connection here is that the little girl is like the granddaughter of Egon, right? Like Egon Spengler. And I'm assuming there's going to be something where like he discovered some well of supernatural uh, power out here. That's why he bought a house and stored the shit out there. Maybe he was investigating it himself, but he was too old and passed away. Yeah. Um, they inherit the house. They come out here and move. And uh, I like the trailer a lot. It felt like the teaser trailer, but way more fleshed out, which I know is like a no shit statement. But it had the, the exact same kind of tone and feel to me. The kind of like the wonder of discovery. These kids kind of just finding shit. Uh, and then there's the one shot. And I don't know if this was in the original teaser. I know that they had the the chair that swung out from the side of the, the Ecto-Mobile. Uh, what's it called? Ecto-1. Ecto one, right? I know they had the the, sh the shot of the chair swing out, but I, chasing the ghost through like the middle of this small town. I don't recall if they had uh, what was in this scene, which was that they had the little capture device built onto like an RC car that they were driving to chase under it while she. And I thought that was fucking great, and I loved it. Uh, I like the trailer. I I don't know what else to say. The dog showed up, right? The broke out of the front of the Walmart chasing Paul Rudd. I assume it's the culmination of that stupid fucking Stay Puff scene. The only thing I don't like about the movie so far is that scene. Um, and that's it. I don't have anything else to, to say. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, this movie is going to come out in December. It's going to be... Oh, I'm sorry. Hang on. The US, it's November 11th in uh, the UK and Australia. It's December 2nd. So we don't have that much longer to wait. We've talked about it before. We have a ton of really cool shit coming before the end of the year. And the end of the year is coming up faster than you want it to in most cases. So, Scott, how do you feel about Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, I'm on the fence. There's a lot that I like here. 
But the fact that we like already kind of know the entire plot, like plot beats based on the trailer, you know what I mean? Like we, we know how this is going to go down. Like goes like the state puff marshmallow guys means Gozer's back. Uh, Egon Spangler found a well of power, like an, or another gate or something underneath this town where Gozer could come back for revenge. They literally show it. It's like yeah. it's literally like a well, and shit yeah, comes yeah. out of it. <laughs> yeah, like like there like there was a mine shaft under this place, and there was something that like it's some kind of Sumerian structure underground that's the same as the the fucking door that was on the top of the building at the end of the first one. I my problem with it is that it doesn't take place in New York. The setting I think is my biggest issue. Like small town, I get why they did it, but removing New York from the equation, it it, it feels a little weird to me. Like I, it does because the first two were so that was such an instrumental part. The setting was as right. much of a character in that movie as as fucking the the Ghostbusters were. For Christ's sake, they ride the Statue of Liberty to smash the roof of the museum at the end of, the, of part two to go fight Vigor. You want like the buzzing of flies to him, you know? And it's just like <laughs> there's still I don't know, man. It just it it feels to me like I, I understand he's he's wants to make it his own. He wants to take what his father did and uh, continue the legacy, but do it in a fresh new way. I just hate the small town spook vibe. I hate like, like what like, it just feels like you can you can you can tell where it's gonna go. It'll be easy to predict, especially when you start watching. Like I already know so much about what's gonna happen and what order it's gonna happen in. It's it's gonna take a lot of the mystery out of it. That but feels fair. Um, how about you, Derek? I I um I'm not like particularly excited for this movie i never really was i'm not like against against it um i agree basically with what you're saying about the small town thing it just feels like they're doing like everybody's doing a stranger things now since stranger things did their thing like ooh, a town in the middle of nowhere but weird stuff's happening and it's kind of getting to be like an old formula um the way this is shot feels like a spielberg movie and i really hope it doesn't go for that kind of charm the amblin um, entertainment vibe yeah. it's it's just like i don't know it, this was better than anything else i've seen so far though let me just say that let me say the positives um when he goes out of the chair the, like in the um ecto one and he like goes out on that like turret chair type thing like that did get me amped up um i'm not seeing paul rudd really do anything that's like ooh, thank god paul rudd's in this movie um the one thing that i thought though after watching this is i was like Maybe they're intentionally doing what no uh, uh, studio does anymore, and they're hiding a lot of shit from us in the trailer. And so we think that it's one thing, and that by the time we get into it, uh, uh, we're seeing a lot more, you know, that they're kind of hiding behind uh, the curtain. Um, that's the only way that, like, I can see myself going to see this and really being blown away by it i've always been of the mind that like things that are good should just be left alone um you know in our lifetime they're gonna remake the original star wars trilogy it's gonna happen um no way the, the masterpieces can just stay masterpieces they don't need sequels they don't need reboots they don't need they just they are what they are there's no need to like tarnish them um and people say things like oh well uh, just because it's new, it doesn't take anything away from the original. In my opinion, it kind of does. Cause now like the, the star Wars part of my brain, that area, I now have to jam fucking like Ray and shit in there. And now there's less room for me to appreciate the original trilogy. And I don't appreciate the original trilogy as much anymore. Um, so I, I, you know, I disagree with that sentiment, but I'm having an argument with myself right now. Um, We'll see. That's my I'm like, I'm very 
very five out of ten on it so far. Fair, fair. fair, 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 fair. Star, Star Wars does suck. It does. It really does. <laughs> they, they all do. They're all bad movies. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, st- I still enjoy A New Hope and Empire, but even those movies are deeply flawed and they're not great. Um, refer to our previous catalog of podcasts for our Star Wars rant where Derek yeah. and Scott really went off on the property as a whole. Yeah, I don't even think I don't Star remember Wars, the episode number. Star Wars wasn't even a topic that day either. We just started talking um, about it. <laughs> it might have been. It might have been another book announcement thing. I, yeah, oh, yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, yeah, or the comic book, I think it was. Yeah. 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 All right, boys. Uh, up next, we have something that I... <laughs> it, okay, it's very difficult for me to muster any interest in this whatsoever. Um... Uh, Chucky I'll, I'll is going to have a TV like. series. Sure. Um, let me just get the sci-fi mm-hmm. October 12th Chucky show. Please take it, Scott. <laughs> uh, well, they have, they have the original voice actor back to play uh, Chucky. I did catch that. Yeah. They've got. Uh... Oh, fuck. Jennifer Tilly. Jennifer Tilly. They've got handsome, handsome McFuck from uh, Final Destination. Career washed up. Oh, God. I have no idea. Devin Sawa. They have Devin Sawa. Um, oh, right. He's still alive. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, the casting's interesting enough for me for me to give it a watch. Although the trailer that I saw here, it seems like it's they're gonna take what they're gonna take the bit that the first movie did, where like Andy knows that that Chucky's alive and no one believes him, and they're gonna stretch it out, uh, maybe across multiple kids. Maybe maybe like you know like he murdered, he does a spree here, and then he moves on. Uh, some some parts of this trailer has me believing this might be like a road trip series where he's killing his way across America. You see him with different families and different little kids. At one point, he's in bed with a little girl. And he says, I'm going to go kill your sister. You want to come? She says, no. And he's like, you know, basically says, like, suit yourself. And then another scene, we see him with a little boy uh, who's trying to convince his mom that Chucky's alive. The mom just is doing the standard, I don't believe yeah. you, fanfare bull- bullshit. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot here to, to kind of, like, pick apart and dissect if you give a fuck. But if you don't, I completely understand. Because this series went off the rails after part two. Uh, the reboot recently with Mark Hamill and Aubrey Plaza. If Aubrey Plaza can't save your fucking movie, if I'm bored and Aubrey Plaza's on screen, you did something very, mm. very wrong. Uh, yeah, at, like, like absolutely in love. Uh, and Mark, ha- yeah, Mark Hamill voice acting, uh, and you still managed to, to fucking biff the script on that one. So I, <laughs> I understand why there's a lot of skepticism surrounding a series, especially a sci-fi channel original series, because we have sci-fi channel as a metric here. Uh... I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll watch it, boys. I'll take one for the team, and I'll let you know how it is. <laughs> I actually was right. going to say that I, I would, I would uh, two-episode rule it, um, because my... <laughs> I have a plus and a minus. I don't have any particular love for the Child's Play series. Uh, like, I, they're good. Like, they're... they're, they're but uh, it just never blew me away. It never, like, stuck in my memory. There's no, like... I don't have a ritual where I, like, go back and watch them every couple years. Like, they're good, and that's kind of it. Um, the plus and minus, the minus being, you already said it, it's on sci-fi. So like my, if it's going to be one of those things where like he's sneaking up and right before he stabs the camera pans and you just see the blood spatter every time it's like, all right, that's just boring. Um, the plus is that it seemed like the indication I got from it is that when he was doing his, um, uh, uh, fuck, what's it called? Ventriloquy gig, uh, ventriloquism gig up on stage Chucky says something like yeah it's really easy to laugh isn't it and so I'm wondering if he's not going to kill the kid but kind of like team up with the kid to kill all the kids that fuck with him it seems like maybe he initially gets Chucky and he wants to kill the kid 
And then he sees that people kind of fuck with him constantly. And he's like, now, nah, you know what? I'll help you kill these motherfuckers instead. <laughs> if that was the premise of the show, I could get behind that. Um, where basically you have like a nerdy kid who's always been picked up, picked on. Um, he gets this murderous doll. And now uh, Chucky wants to kill all his enemies. And now he kind of has to protect the people who have always given him shit and made his life a living hell. That could that could be interesting. So I'm going to two episode it. Uh, nothing about this trailer made me go. Wow. Uh, nothing turned me off of it entirely, though. So I'll give it a shot. Word, word. Worst case scenario, we just get a doll murdering eight year olds for two episodes, right? Yeah. Win win, baby. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Scott, you get to take the next one, too. It's about your, your baby boy franchise, mm-hmm. your DD franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't even, I'm not even going to interject at all. I just take, it, take it away. Hands off. Uh, I mean, Dead Space is one of the, was one of the best horror series of all time, I think. Mine are down here. Uh, Don't ask why. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm excited. I am. Uh, but there's a few things that are uh, kind of happy hesitant. The frostbite engines being used to recreate this, which is usually only used for FPSs at EA, I believe. Um, also there's really not, it's, there's really nothing here to go. We haven't seen any gameplay. Like if, if that's in game footage of the environments, that looks incredible, but it's impossible for me to tell whether that was a CGI cutscene or whether that was. I think it was pre-rendered, pre-rendered. Yeah. It said sure. game engine footage represents game and development, which is a clever way of saying like it's it's in game, but it's the kind of in game cutscene nowadays that like they can add post processing yeah. stuff to and make it look yeah. like super great. I mean, it looked it it looked great, but we didn't see like we saw the opening area where you get your uh rail gun. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's really all we saw, you know. Uh, we see like a, a necro morph, kind of like skids out a little bit. And there's really nothing here to go on. I'm excited for it. Uh, a lot of a lot of great horror series could use a facelift, and I think uh, following the success of Resident Evil Two remake and Three make and the highly anticipated Resident Evil Four remake, a lot of these companies that saw horror as this little niche market where they couldn't pump out, uh, they couldn't pump out a game that would be profitable enough unless they throw a bunch of action elements and microtransactions into it. EA, Dead Space 3. Um, <laughs> I, I think they're, they're looking back and well, oh, fuck, Resident Evil 2 Remake uh, was done by a smaller in, indie studio. Uh, we, we, can, we can literally like license these properties out, tell these people what they have to do for us, have them do all the heavy lifting, a la Activision, right? Uh, I'll, yeah, and, and just reap the benefits. Um, it's the same thing that they've been doing with uh, Assassin's Creed for a decade. Right, um, I have high hopes, but I feel like it might be. It's hard to trust EA. Is what I'll say. It's hard to trust them. Uh, everything- Vis- Visceral has since disbanded. Who made the um, originals? Right, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Visceral Games is gone. This is being done by. Oh shit! It doesn't say. Yeah, it doesn't mm. say. Um, Does EA? Yeah. Did EA originally license it, though? Yes. Okay, so that's not necessarily a death sentence, then. No, no. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, but the, the people who made, uh, well, people who formerly uh, were visceral, uh, they're making a game called the Caslio 
Oh, the Castillo experiment. Castillo protocol. Protocol, that's what it is. That looks sick. That That one looks incredible. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, if this this sucks, we'll get a proper Dead Space of some, well, a proper space horror game in the next year or two, regardless. Right. Um, It's a win-win, you know what I mean? To see Visceral back at it. I'm more excited for that, personally, after watching that trailer. But uh, as long as they keep this different enough where the jump scares aren't in the same spot, they yeah. improve the systems. It's gotta they've gotta they've gotta give it more than a facelift. It's gotta be a new experience. Because even right. ten even ten years later, like I've beaten Dead Space so many times, I know where every jump scare is. I know yeah. where they're coming. You gotta change it up on us. <laughs> the diehard the diehard fans have only had two good games to play through on an endless loop for the last ten years. So it's like yeah. you know what I mean? I um yeah. I, I, you guys know how I feel about teaser trailers and um uh, cinematic trailers like I really don't care for them and half the time I skip them because I just it's not the game like there's just no point in my opinion in watching them um, I loved Dead Space 1 and 2 so much that of course I watched this because it's only a minute long and the whole time I was like yeah oh okay there's a necromorph yeah sure oh his health bars popping up I was like yeah all the Dead Space stuff but dude the moment the lights came on and fucking cut off their limbs popped up dude I just got goosebumps over my whole <laughs> fucking body and i'm gonna do this is like the first teaser cinematic trailer that like i can remember in the past 15 years that got me amped for a game like oh shit i can't fucking wait dude so good that's all i have to say about it that 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 moment where it lights up cut off their limbs just like fucking fired me up dude i i i really hope that the more um information we get about who's developing developing it and whatnot uh is encouraging but as of right now i'm i'm on board with it yeah i'm, I'm looking forward to it uh how was dead space 3 it's it just it's an a, action it's, game i never beat it's, it it's a dumb fun action game it, it reminds me a little bit of lost planet at certain points because you have so much ammo that you're literally just fighting behemoths out in wide open spaces yeah um it does have a few cool creepy moments earlier on but if you have money to spend, you could make every weapon you have OP with microtransactions from the jump, and then there's no point in, in playing. Yeah. That means gotcha. You could buy your way to victory. All right. Um, last up on the trailer docket is another controversial one. Uh, Dexter New Blood. We talked about the teaser before. They released a proper trailer. Uh, this bad boy is premiering Sunday, November 7th on Showtime, which I don't even have a subscription to and probably won't get one for this show because I'm going to spoil it for you. I don't give any shits about this show at all. Like I, uh, we've talked about this before. We've talked about Scott's, you know, absolute hatred of how the show ended and kind of ruined all of it. Um, I, the only memories I have of the show were, were quite good to be honest with you, but I never finished it. So I, I, I just don't have any attachment to this, sh- this revival show, whatever it's going to be, the short series, it's going to, I don't know, do a blip and wherever he's fucking living now. Um, I, I'm going to do the same thing I did last time. Scott, how do you feel, how do you feel about it? Does, does this make you feel any better about this or worse? Uh, same? I mean, casting news has me feeling a little bit better. The fact that they're bringing back a lot of people who were main staples in the, uh, the OG show. Right, like Lithgow's back, right? And like, and yeah. ha- that's got to be a flashback, right? It's gonna be like, a, or he's seeing him or something, right? So, I, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not 100 sure how it's gonna go down. Oh yeah, uh, but I mean, there's one thing we know for sure: it's gonna be convoluted and confusing, even if you watched all seasons of the show. Um, 
because uh, again, like I've said before, and I'm just gonna keep it short and sweet this time. The way to read the way to fix this show is to redo the final season, uh, or to or to just redo the last episode. Give us an give us a two and a half hour long final episode. Uh, you know, like have have it have the, the final episode end with him on the boat with Deb. You know, and you think he might maybe he's gonna dump her body, maybe he's not. And then you know, flash forward. It's five years later. Everyone's aged. Ten years later, Deb wasn't dead. She was just very seriously injured. And they're living. You know, like if if you want to bring people back, you can do it like that. You can like use what you already have and make the cut earlier, Soprano style. So we don't know what the fuck happens, and then create an alternate timeline where things didn't suck. Uh, they right. they've done it with Halloween. Uh, they have been talking about doing it with the Alien movies, where everything after Aliens doesn't exist, which would be fucking juice. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's too little, too late. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Derek, anything to add to that? Uh, no. Not shit. <laughs> no, I, I, I really, really, I, I don't care. I won't watch it. I won't watch the original just to catch up and make sense of this. I've heard enough about it. Uh, that you know, it gets good at parts. It's not at others. I watched the first, I think, two seasons when when they aired. Watch season four. Um, but uh, it, it's just you know, I feel like Dexter is the last show of um this show uh, uh, this show type that's basically like high concept um murder solving. So it's like Dexter is a serial killer, but his whole thing is he serial kills serial killers. It's the same thing on NBC, <laughs> like. Oh, the mentalist. She can touch dead bodies and see their last thoughts. Like it's shows like that are dying. Well, they're dead really at this point. So the fact that they're bringing that sort of kind of show back into an era where uh, those shows don't really thrive anymore is weird to me. I know why they did it. It's because people have been bitching about the shitty ending for the past 10 years. And they want to redeem themselves in some light. Well, they don't want to redeem themselves. They just want to make more money off of those people. Uh, I'm not going to be. Yeah, I'm not going to be one of those people. They make money off of. Um, I'm happy that um, what's his name is working again. Uh, I, no, this is a no for me. <laughs> Fair. All right. And the most important question I have is, Derek, do you have to go pee pee? Yes, I do. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I get him every time. You ever seen Due Date with Robert Downey Jr. and Zach Galifianakis? Exactly. This is the same scenario. I just get to play it out all the time. Wonderful for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, guys. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. On the Twitter. On the Twitter sphere, as the kids say these days. At the cynical nerd. I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not mentioning the thing that I've been mentioning every week since it happened. You, you can did. find us. At that address. I didn't. I did not mention the thing. Uh, you can find us at Facebook at Facebook.com slash the cynical nerd. You can email us. I don't have any new goddamn emails, Scott, and that makes me upset because I like getting yeah. emails. We like talking about them. We like responding to them. Oftentimes we like shit talking them. We planted yeah. a seed mm -hmm. in hopes that we would get an email and we didn't get it. And I'm sad about that. I, I, guess, I guess I can just talk about it since he's clearly not going to email. Uh, you can also tweet at us. You can hashtag ask TCN to ask us a question you want us to answer on the podcast. Right. Hashtag fuck TCN if we did something wrong and you want to tell us about it. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. If you got a weird, dirty foot fetish, you could hashtag fuck feet. Um, if you're <laughs> a furry, right, and you, you hate how outspoken I am about what a weird, 
confused little pervert you might be. Might be. I said might. Plausible yeah. deniability. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, you could hashtag fuck swear or hashtag fuck the dog when no one's home because that's probably what you're doing, you fucking weirdo. Um, I think that's it, right? Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, so because he never emailed us, I'm just going to read it. We got a comment. We got our first hateful comment on one of our episodes. Uh, it was on episode 32, second most fuckable dad. Yours truly, Derek, just returned. Uh, this comment, I mean, it basically works as a, as a fuck TCN anyway, without the hashtag. Uh, and this is the only time I'm ever going to do this because we tried to bait him into a scenario where he would email us and he, so womp womp. He, he didn't like that we didn't like the nevers. He was very upset that we didn't Which like Which of the all things that we talk shit on, you choose the nevers? Which yeah. is a horrible show. Oh uh, the hell you want to die on, I'll strangle you on it. Yeah. yeah so I hope you still listen, you fucking dumb dickhead. What is the matter with you? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Sir Moon's lost his mind. You certainly have lost your mind. His comment was, The Nevers is a terrific show. Your lack of attention span, that's true. And your disapproval of a creator you know almost nothing about, I... We know, we know we know a couple enough. things about him. But yeah. the court, I think, the I think know we know about yeah, him as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, Don't make us take him to Diddler Court. We'll fucking do it. I will put I'll, that wig on. Yeah. It's sitting right there. Yeah, I was going to say, I can see mine. It's right yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, well, mine's right it, here, it too, actually. It's always makes, reach, baby. Oh, you know what? Yo, I know, I know we're crunched for time, but should we do it? No. <laughs> Not we'll, 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 get, we'll gather evidence. We'll gather yeah. evidence. Yeah, yeah. The court must first go through discovery. Very well! Uh, he said, it all makes perfect sense. You just didn't bother to put any of it together whatsoever. The reporter died. Oh, whatever. Who cares about the rest of it? Uh, we responded very nice because I've always been of the mindset that you don't you don't want to get into the weeds with every single comment. I, I, I offered for him to explain his point of view in the email, and, and I'm glad you didn't because you, you, you avoided a trap, sir. We were going to take your email and spend a solid chunk of our show just destroying every bit of yeah, the argument. Yeah, you think we got something better to do? We have nothing yeah. better to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah. yeah. And the real Surprise. reason that you didn't respond is that you are a fucking coward. You are a spineless, <laughs> wilted sack of loose flesh, you fucking worm. You fucking nothing, nobody, never has been, never will be, fucking loser. Couldn't even respond to a cordial fucking invite to just some regular discourse. Go fuck yourself. Uh, well, thanks for responding to the show. We appreciate your feedback. All right, boys. We got Moving two, on. We got, we got two main topics this week. We are uh, at about how long we wanted the show to run, so we'll try and keep these a little concise if we can. Uh, the first one's a big one, though. Honk, honk and Beefer. Blizzard has gone through the ringer in the last couple of weeks. Uh, they are being sued by the state of California's Department of Fair Employment and Housing for gender-based discrimination and sexual harassment of female workers um, that has been going on for apparently years. They gave Blizzard the chance to remedy these actions. Blizzard did not do anything. Therefore, they brought the lawsuit. Uh, and this has created a just an avalanche of shit. It was, as we talked about earlier, this was a watershed moment. Oh, uh, okay. They brought the lawsuit against Blizzard. The employees decided to protest after that. Uh, and it all culminated with Jay Allen Brack stepping down and two people taking his place. Um, Scott, it's most fresh in your mind, I think, because you just read through all the articles. What, sta what stood out to you the most about this? Were there any like details? That uh, really, well, like no, I mean, it's, they, 
Everyone's trying to act like they have plausible deniability, but no one does. Everyone's accountable. <laughs> and if they're literally, it's they're literally playing hot potato with responsibility. And the thing is, if you, if you not only observed and didn't correct the behavior, but participated in it, it's, it's fucking disgusting. Man. Like it's it's it makes sense though, right? Like uh, uh, one of the one of the largest gaming companies, one of the first breakout PC gaming companies, uh full of people who probably were socially awkward, never got paid attention to when they were younger, and when they got older, got a little bit of power, they used it to sexually harass and abuse the fuck out of their work. Yeah. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying it's easy to put one and one together and figure out that it makes fucking two. Uh, yeah. The most offensive thing about this to me is uh, the initial response from PR was, that, was to deny it and to say that the allegations were uh, disrespectful and irresponsible uh, for, for the lawsuit. Um, when, you know... The lawsuit does ascertain that, that it, it, the treatment and the work environment at Blizzard, the, like the, the culture there, whatever you want to call it, uh, the social climate, may have been responsible for a young girl who took her life who worked there. It could have, it, you know, no one's saying that that's the sole reason. Like, you know, it's, it's a tragedy, obviously. There's no joking about something like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to say that something like that wouldn't play a factor when you're working 10, 12 hour days in, in that environment. It's, I mean, that to me is just egregious. You can't, you can't, you can't cultivate something like that. And then when something bad happens, step back and put your fucking hands up. Like, who are you to dictate what is right and what is wrong? What is responsible and irresponsible when that is how you run your business, when that's kind of behavior you allow in a workplace? It's not a fucking, it's not a happy hour after work. And even there, that's gross. Yeah. Um, And it's, it's to me like, like, who, who the fuck are you? Like, your moral compass is about as effective as your fucking like looking for group system. And you want to try to tell people how they should live their lives. Like you're fucking, I'm sorry. Um, there's a lot to it. Um, but that that's initial thoughts on the lawsuit itself. There's a lot of really disgusting yelling. Like we're not just, it's not like they were just saying that there was a couple no. complaints here and there of sexual harassment. There's a lot of like truly disgusting things in this um in this lawsuit and and before i talk about any of them in particular uh derek overall thoughts on blizzard no i mean scott kind of hit all of it i think like when you have uh there has been this shift and we've talked about this on the podcast not in this light of course but uh over the course of our lives where uh things associated with nerd culture like video games and comic books and superheroes and things that were uh, interests of sort of social outcasts back then are very mainstream now. Um, and so, yeah, it, it is easy to see how a bunch of guys who um, started this company um, when these things were social outcast uh, qualities and all of a sudden to see themselves become rock stars, it's almost like nerds versus jocks. And they're like, oh, well, we're kind of the jocks now. Right. So we can do whatever we want. Um, what's scary What's scary in these scenarios in my company, for instance, um, we're so uh, uh, on the lookout for um, sexual harassment that when it happens, it's like this thing that pops up and you quarantine it, you 86 the employee and then it's done. It's like when it's this singular occurrence, uh, it's easy to deal with Um or, or easy to report on is what I should say. You feel safe knowing that those are the rules. You have people who support you around you uh, and the, the the offending employee will be gotten rid of. 
when the leaders of the company and the management in that company, when it's happening everywhere, when it's happening at uh, work outings, when it's happening at work, um, when right. you have things like the uh, breastfeeding room not having a lock on it and male employees coming in and staring at breastfeeding moms. Uh, where do you go? I, I can see why you would feel like, well, who can I report this to? That guy I saw hitting, you know, their HR exec I saw hitting on a woman last week. Like, that's the scary right. part about it. When it's so widespread in a, in a, a company that it's the norm, uh, of course, you'd be afraid to report it. Um, that's always sort of the the weapon that people use against these allegations. Well, why are we hearing about all this now? Why did everybody wait until now? Because it's so fucking rampant in the in the company that I I would feel weird saying something too uh, if right. I was the one who who was sexually harassed. I understand it completely. Um, that's the most disturbing part about it to me is that it's so common that a lot of these employees just didn't know who to talk to or, or who would take them seriously. Because a lot of people wouldn't have. And that's really it. That's really my first, uh, my only first thought on it. It's just, it's just disturbing. Yeah. I yeah mean, I, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, I mean, some of the tamer allegations, so, which is kind of a gross thing to have to even say, but one of the tamer allegations, cube crawls in the office, uh, men would come in celebrating that they were hung over. Uh, they would do, you know, go cube to cube and drink alcohol. Uh, they would subject women to conversations about their sexual encounters, talking openly about female bodies, making jokes about rape. Um, you know, there's, and that's like, like you said, that that kind of delves into the, the breastfeeding, no lock on the door type of behavior. But that's the tamer allegations. There's way grosser shit than that. There's an unnamed Blizzard CTO who was observed groping inebriated female employees at the company event. Alex uh, Afrasabi, or a Alex A, I guess we'll just say, uh, this motherfucker... The senior so creative director. The C yeah, former senior creative director was uh, basically permitted to engage in blatant sexual harassment. They had other employees pulling him off of women, and he was, like, hanging on, saying he wanted to marry them, trying to kiss them. Uh, he His fucking hotel room was dubbed the fucking Cosby Suite. He had a picture of Bill fucking Cosby in the room because he was so known to just make women uncomfortable. Um, There's also a picture of them all wearing Cosby sweaters, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. All sitting on the bed with the big fucking portrait of Bill Cosby around it. Yeah, um, that's and then there's, you know, besides those those kind of like insane things that you, you're like, what? That actually happened? There's really disgusting stuff about uh, sexual discrimination uh, against women for promotions. Like, the manager commented that they could not risk promoting her as she might get pregnant and like being a mom. Like, that's a fucking quote. Like, they actually put that on a piece of paper. Yeah. Uh, I screamed that, I've never finished inside of a woman. I've never made a woman finish. But that does. <laughs> uh, I'm so like, that, that, that to me, like, like you can, like, is there a more incel quote? Like, if, if there was an incel the video game, that'd be the quote on the front of the box, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Dude, that's a genuinely like just in case any listeners aren't aware, that is a genuinely illegal thing to say to someone oh, yeah. concerning mm -hmm. a promotion. When I was in HR, I remember my boss sitting me down and saying, if anyone comes in and they tell you things about their kids or their pregnancy or whatever, that's fine. You just t t neutral response. You never ask a question about someone's. Do you want to get pregnant? Are you pregnant? Yeah. 
Uh, do you have a babysitter for you? You cannot ask any questions whatsoever involving pregnancy, their kids. Do they have a babysitter age? age. It, it, it all falls under the same like race, religion. Like it, it's the same thing. Motherhood is as protected as any as as any of those other classes. Um, it is completely illegal. There, there's no the jury is not out on it. Um, when I read that, I couldn't believe that. I couldn't fucking believe that. That was the first thing when I was in HR that my boss sat down and talked to me about. You never ask about anything dealing with motherhood with a woman ever, ever. Yeah, but it's none of our. It's none of your fucking business. It's none of your business, and it's a or, fucking or, lawsuit for the company. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I know we've all moved on from World of Warcraft. We, none of us have really been playing lately, but there have been. Uh, I mean, it, we'll, we'll put it in air quotes in solidarity with the employees of Blizzard who walked out, uh, people logged in and logged out. Which, to me, is the dumbest fuck. Like, just cancel your stuff, right? Just don't yeah. log in, you big dummy. What are you doing? Yeah, You're yeah, still like, giving you, them money. You, you logging out for one day while still paying your sub does nothing. But also, on the other end of the spectrum, I see a lot of people being shamed. They're content creators who play this game, who've been playing it for years, or it's maybe their favorite game, it's all they play. And people are, are kind of like... I've used this term before. I don't know if I've used it on the podcast. It's like they're they're virtue signaling, like they're lighting the fucking beacons of Gondor, and it's like <laughs> it's it's just like you can't tell like you can't you can't tell somebody how to grieve when a loved one dies. Everyone processes things differently. Some people yeah. want to distance themselves from the game with what's going on right now. Some people want to fight for it in the, in, in their own eyes. But what's the what's really weird to me, and not as disgusting as the allegations, obviously, but also disgusting to me is that people are being put in a position where they feel like they have to justify why they're playing something they like to play. Yeah. You're already paying for it. If you're already subbed, you should be playing it. If you decide that you want to keep playing regardless of what's going on here, that's fine. That should be perfectly fine. You're an adult. It's your money. You make your decisions. Um, but also, but also pri private servers are a things, a, a thing, fellas. Yeah. You can just play the game you like to play, but not give Blizzard any of your money. It is an option. Can you imagine, like, the fucking the Blizzard devs are like, oh shit, we had a big login spike here, we must be doing something, right? Like, yeah, these right. fucking idiot protesters. <laughs> they were like, woo! Uh, <laughs> must have really liked that new shitty store mount we put up, guys. Yeah. Got them! <laughs> these guys like sexual assault. That's not even a funny joke. <laughs> oh, Felt no. bad about it immediately. <laughs> I, I, I apologize immediately before you make a blog about it. I'm sorry. Listeners, <laughs> uh, the end result of all of this has culminated in, like I said earlier, uh, Jay Allen Brack stepping down from Blizzard and two people taking his place. There is a woman and male team, Jen O'Neill and Mikey Ibarra, were named as the co-leads, which honestly feels like a pretty hollow gesture. Uh, but I don't know. I, I don't think they had a play here that would not have felt like a hollow gesture. I think yeah. the I only mean, way. Yeah, but this this kind of feels like. We're both the boss now, right? Like, <laughs> right? No, no. It, it feels gross, but at the same time, if they had just said we have a woman CEO, we all would have been like, "Oh, okay, guys. Like, we get it. Yeah. You just got in trouble for sexual harassment." Now, as a like, it doesn't matter what option they take. The only thread of hope they have is a company to salvage their reputation. It's just time and doing the right thing. And I don't have a lot of faith that they're going to do that at all yeah also so this just feels empty to me isn't it great we don't have to say uh jay allen brack's awful ponytail ever again 
That's, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. He, he looks like Dr. Oglevang Bockle, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Whatever <laughs> the fuck that guy's name was, oh, Anglevang Bock Boggle. <laughs> I prefer that you don't know and just keep doing variants. <laughs> okay. It's, it's like, it's like uh, Bendy, Benny Dick Cumberbutt, right? Like, it's like, yeah. you don't need to know the name. You know it when you hear someone try to say it. You know who they're talking yeah. about. Anglevang Bangle. Yeah. Anglevang <laughs> Butterscotch. <laughs> uh, I just. Yeah. <laughs> Ankle monitor. <laughs> Pinochle. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I just, uh, I would like to say in closing, uh, if, for me, closing anyway, if you, if you feel the need to protest, do, do so. But if you feel the need to protest, logging out for four hours when they're still getting that monthly sub isn't doing a fucking thing. Yeah, you're money, a big dumb. Money is the only thing that talks. If you want to protest, and I'm not telling you what to do, I think if you want to play the game, you should 100% play the game. But if you want to protest and you want to hit them where it hurts, hit them in their fucking wallet. Unsub. And and boycott their games if you want to. If you want to protest, that's the way to do it. Half-ass yeah. protesting is just you lighting a fucking beacon to say I'm a good person for four hours, so you can yeah. shit on people who didn't do what you did. It's it's just it's it's it yeah. says a lot about where we are, at least on woke Twitter at this point. That in the face of something like this, there's infighting amongst people who both agree this is egregious behavior. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like 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 live together, die alone, bro. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Be an adult. It's your money. Spend it how you want to spend it. But don't don't go out there and pick on other people who maybe have this as their only outlet after a 12-hour shift. Don't go after yeah. content creators who have been doing this for, for decades. The game's been out for 17 fucking years. This game's been out longer than fucking YouTube's been relevant. You, you understand that? Like, people who came up creating content on every platform, for, most of them have only, probably only played this game if, they, if they're playing it still. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, people like Asmongold, who is definitely an anal polyp of a human being, but that was his whole shtick for a decade, wasn't it? And he's not the only one. There's, there's, way, there's way more. There's plenty of other content creators who are way more bearable, and that's their only source of income. So yeah. shut, shut, shut the fuck up. And, and my last point would be that, uh, because just because you brought him up, I mean, there's even kind of a seismic shift happening amongst those content creators. So Asmongold has been playing Final Fantasy uh, and garnering just huge numbers because that community is very, very excited to be getting the attention it's getting right now. Yeah. Uh, he's still been in World of Warcraft here and there, from what I understand, but not really because there's really nothing to do right now. That's the other big complaint against Blizzard is that they've been fucking... World of Warcraft's uh, content release cycle up so much that like it's just worthless to go in. Um, and then the other thing is uh, this guy named Preach, and I, I mentioned him I think in the chat, but he's a little more obscure. But uh, you know he's been like the top fucking content creator for WoW at certain points in their history. Uh, it's all he does. It's all I've ever known him for. He has decided to just not touch the game anymore, like at all. His content, his his channel. He was like, look, if you decide, if you guys decide to leave, I understand. Uh, I can't in good conscience. Continue to make content for them for for the content reason and also for the lawsuit reason. He's like, look, they've been fucking over game, the people who play this game for a long time, and now they're you know in this big embroiled lawsuit that I can't in good conscience be behind. So it, there there does feel like an exodus from them of not only players but but content creators. And honestly, good, yep. fucking deserve it. And my yep. last point is, I can't wait to eat chicken noodle soup, a nice hot bowl. I didn't have a last point, but you guys both did, and I felt like. I just needed something. And the only thing that's really on my mind is that I planned, just so you guys know, just kind of buckle in for a second. I kind of planned, uh, I had the tea to soothe my throat throughout this whole thing. Uh, but I was planning, once we were done here, fire up some chicken noodle soup. Nice. Some CNS, you know? Slam it down the gullet. 
That's my final yeah. thought. Okay. We only have one thing left, so you're you're right there. You're at the you're almost at the finish I'm, line. I can smell uh, it almost. Very quickly though, can can I ask you guys how does it feel to watch WoW, a game that has simplified its mechanics time and time again, down to the bones basically, to make it more um easily accessible for cop for like casual players, lose most of their fan base in a mass exodus to Final Fantasy fourteen, which has one of the most complex systems yeah, in right. MMO <laughs> I've ever seen in my fucking life. I, I am at the end game just about for Final Fantasy fourteen. I am at uh, I'm I'm eighty on my the black mage that I've been playing and um the combat the rotation's very complex. It's the exact opposite of WoW. Uh, I have yeah. like a f- fucking sixteen button opener sequence. Like and it sounds it sounds it daunting. Sounds awesome. Once, it sounds fucking once, great. Once you get into it, it's Dude. it's a ton of fun. Like Final Fantasy fourteen. The only reason I stopped playing it is because it's a fucking undertaking, just like any other MMO. But that game is fucking good, dude. That is a fucking good MMO. The storyline um, in the latest expansion is very good, too. Yeah. And it's literally, you can play it like a single-player game, apparently. Like, you you don't ever have to group up with anyone. There's, like, a cohesive Trust. story throughout. Uh, um, but uh, it, it's a solid game. Uh, they introduced something to the game called Trusts, uh, Trust Companies. You literally can uh, not like the shitty band that was out in the uh, early 2000s. Uh, I hate everything about you. That sounds familiar. Sure. Uh, Where you literally make a team of like bots of your companions. It makes the the dungeons take longer. The story requirements, the story required dungeons take longer because they don't do as much damage. But uh, yeah, you never have to talk to another human being for the entire expansion. You don't have to have Um, friends. That sounds great though to me, honestly, because like going on Hopping on this big, expansive world and just zoning the fuck out, just smoking a little weed, farming, crafting, questing. That's what I was going to say, dude. I have my most fun in MMOs when I am blasted high. So, <laughs> yeah. like, to be and with other totally people. Alone. <laughs> and, like, I'll just hear people talking and all of a sudden they're like, Derek, 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 like, coming out of, like, a fucking cave or something. I'm like, oh, my God. They've been talking to me the whole time. So, yeah, that's actually a huge plus for me. Huge. Yeah. All right, boys. Uh, last topic. We're still running long, but I, I, with all the attempts in my heart, we will get this under two hours. So yeah. I'm at an hour 42 right now. Uh, Suicide Squad came out, just released this past Thursday evening at 7 p.m. on HBO Max. It's in theaters. Uh, we're going to we're gonna talk about it. We're talking about the things we liked, the things we didn't like. I'm not going to go first this time. I want Derek to tell me uh, just how much he loved Nanawe and Sebastian and how he felt about uh, the movie as a whole. I felt, I feel, now, all right, genuinely, here's, here's, here's what the answer is. Uh, when we saw the first look at this, there was just a couple stills uh, about a year ago. I talked shit on it. I talked shit on Loki. I ended up loving Loki. Same thing here. This movie was, this movie was really, really good. Um, it wasn't perfect. I can admit what I'm wrong. It wasn't perfect. Uh, there were a couple scenes that dragged. Like, there was some stuff with Harley Quinn that was clearly like, all right, we have Margot Robbie. We have to give her her own scenes for a little bit. That, but nothing that was, like, so unwelcome that I, like, just, like, couldn't wait to get through it. Um, that opening scene was incredible. Dude, the <laughs> gore was, like, amazing. It was, it, it, it was I, I don't even know where to start. There's, there was so much good and so much fun in this movie that I don't know, like, what thread to pull on to talk about specifically. Um, and I will end up talking about it all day. So I'll just tell you a couple of my favorite things. Uh, all right. First of all, King Shark, that's my son. That's my baby boy, motherfucker. And if anybody ever <laughs> hurts him, I am coming for you. 
dude, every time he got like punched or when the little fishy things attacked him, I thought he died. Me and Veronica literally all went, oh, that's what we did because we thought he was dead. When the fucking jellyfish monster or starfish monster rather threw him through the building, we were like freaking out. That's my honey. That's my baby boy, son. I have to protect him. Yeah. When he um, fell off the fucking the, the fucking building. Yeah, I thought that was it. I thought he was done. What, so. what was it called? Jotunheim? What was it called? Jotunheim. Yeah, Jotunheim. Yeah. Jotunheim. When he fell off Jotunheim, I thought he was fucking dead after all those little fish guys were on him. Yeah. I was I was heartbroken for like a good five seconds. Yeah, yeah. And he um, starts eating people again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was great. Sebastian, amazing. Just amazing. Um, every character in this movie was great, though. That was the thing that I thought was so impressive, is that like even in the yeah. best yeah. made movies... Um, you have a couple characters who are like, you just can't wait till they're kind of off screen so you can get back to the interesting ones. Everyone in this movie was interesting. All of them. All of them. They made Polka Dot Man cool as fuck. Dude, and that's what I was going to say. I'm apologizing to Chris openly right now that I laughed at Polka Dot Man and his stupid fucking powers. And they are I stupid. I mean, his power is still stupid. They yeah. are. <laughs> but that's the beauty of it. They just lean into how, what a dumb power that is. That is. But and his origin for it is works, way cooler. Dude. What's like the, origin of it, the origin of it being like an alien virus that his mother experimented on, like the dude, the bit where he sees his mom as everybody. Oh, oh my god, god. So dude, I was dude. in tears, dude. I was oh in fucking tears. Um, especially like in the strip club. <laughs> yeah, like dancing he's with, like, dancing with him. Yeah, dude. The, but the main thing like, that that surprised me about this movie is I thought that Idris Elba was going to be basically what Will Smith was in the first one, which is to yeah. say the bad guy that isn't actually bad at all, and he's right. secretly a good guy. And the fact that, like, you know, they had the scene with his daughter. I'm like, here he goes. He's going to be like, I'm going to get out of here for you, baby. But he was just like, fuck you. Like, they were, like, screaming at each other. Oh, they clearly great. have this, like, awful relationship. But he still has that fatherly instinct of, like, I want to make sure she doesn't end up in this fucking prison and a total loser like me. Uh, that was sort of his driving force. Dude, Idris Elba, I didn't think it was possible for me to like him many more than I already did. <laughs> he was so good in this movie dude to the root he was such a good character yeah what's that oh oh to the fucking root son straight down to the hilt baby mm, my god but uh That's a, straight to the straight down to the hilt might be the episode title i don't know <laughs> um i don't know what else to say the action was incredible it was well shot the music was great i'm glad he didn't just do a, a guardians of the galaxy thing and do like all classic rock there was a lot of indie rock in there um yeah it was it was fucking good. It was so good. Like nine out of ten good. Can we talk about the how great that opening scene was to start though? Like, oh, so good. Eh, like ever like Nathan Fillion, right? Is that who that was? Yeah. The, the, yeah. His fucking arms, dude. I forgot about that. <laughs> Is that what he does? He's detachable like, arm like, man. What the fuck? He's like, I don't pick the team. Like they're fucking like <laughs> And the no, people with the guns shooting that. him. She's he's like swatting yeah. at the people with the guns and they're just like mildly annoyed. They're like like hitting him yeah, on the head and shit. Um, <laughs> they look back at Nathan Billy and he's like this. J just a quick heads up, you guys. I'm, I'm, we're about to dive headfirst into that shallow end of the pool we talked about earlier, the one we want to drown Kevin Smith in. We are we are jumping waist deep into spoilers, um, starting right now. So Captain Boomerang, I love how Harley and him had nicknames for each other. I was yeah. sad that he died. She was calling yeah, him Boomer. He was calling her Harles. And like you think, like like fuck yeah, like they're, they're like we're gonna have, we have some characters we know from before. We're gonna get. They get a little bit, a little bit of that, that, that chemistry going. 
And his death was fucking awesome, though. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was fucking. That like, was some that's final I, destination shit. That was yeah, awesome. That, that, that moment right there is when I realized nobody is safe. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But also, like, they, they killed, he did the one thing he can do, and then they killed him. He served his purpose. He killed somebody yeah. with a fucking boomerang, and it was cool. But like, were we going to watch him do that for another two hours and 15 minutes? I, well, I would say so. I would say he, his character was so funny, even in the first Suicide Squad movie. Like he's not a great character, but he has some good lines. I mean, unicorn sticked. He's one of the few good characters in the first movie, like one of the few well written ones. And the only joke he has in this one, really, I was fucking laughing right out the gate. He's like, names of lettuce, dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> All names of lettuce, dickhead. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, man, here we go. Um, Pete, uh, Pete Davidson getting his face caved in. Oh, my God. Yeah. If you don't like Pete Davidson, this is the movie for you because he does nothing and gets murdered <laughs> immediately. Dude, yeah, that's what when Jackal, when Jackal or Weasel, whatever his name is, jumps out of the plane and drowns immediately. I was like, this is going to be a fucking good movie. <laughs> yeah. Black's like, immediately. No, one, no one knew he couldn't swim. <laughs> but like, I mean, everybody, even the people who die in the opening scene get enough of their, per- like, like, even if Weasel wouldn't have gotten up at the end and walked away, he still was impactful from just from the helicopter and the drowning yeah. scene. Like, there was so much personality in that, like, like, I fucking love that character. Like, I wish we would have got a, a little bit more of that. But also, yeah. he served his purpose. Everybody yeah. who dies in this gets their laugh or does their cool thing, and then they get, like, gently, well, violently shuffled off the mortal <laughs> coil uh, in the best ways possible. Like, even even Javelin, like, what a dumb, fucking pointless character. But that mo- that scene he had with Harley was great. And then it gives her a reason to have this dope weapon for the entire movie, and, like, her weapon becomes his influence on the movie. That's, like, how I viewed him the rest of the movie. Like, that... Like yeah. Javelin's still with us, like every like you know what I mean. Like that was his contribution. Um, it also gave Harley this choice line. It's like, "What's the javelin for?" She's like, "I'm waiting for God to tell me." Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like everyone had really great moments in this. Like Harley, I think she had one of the best moments in the movie when she when she. I think ca- you're going to talk about what I was going to talk about. Do it, do it. When she when she caps the dude after they 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 have sex and then she like. He talks talking about like how he's gonna you know murder women and children, whereas to stay in power and keep respect, and she just shoots him in the back, and like she yeah, has that, yeah. that awesome speech about how like you know like uh, she has I have terrible taste in men, and you're probably wondering why why didn't I just walk away? It's like well when your taste in men is as terrible as mine is, they don't go away, they just keep coming. Yeah. So I had Dude, no the fucking to kill DC you. the DCU's version of Harley Quinn is so fucking good dude she is such a good character i was gonna say uh this is one of the like the big points of the movie i wanted to make is that she's a difficult character to write for because she can come off as really fucking stupid if not handled with the right touch and surprisingly through multiple directors they've done a pretty good job even the david ayer version she was all right she had a couple things here and there where i was like okay fuck you but i James Gunn captured her personality so perfectly in this, but she's not a good guy. She's an, at best an anti-hero, but she's still crazy. And there's two scenes that they did that with. And the first one was what you're talking about, which is, you know, to continue that scene, she shoots him and she said, uh, she says, RIP to that absolute monster between your legs. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, then, and, and then she says, she's like, uh, I thought you were pretty, but. I think you might be prettier with all your rotten ideas spilled out all over the floor. I and I was like, oh my line, God, dude. that line is so I good. I loved that line. I agree. And then and then they show, I, I assume what they were trying to tell us is she just sees all the time when she's killing people, which is her with explosions of color and flowers and cartoon yeah. animals flying around her. And she's just murdering people. 
the action for her felt really good and believable. And I, she just, that, that whole like kind of side story of her with Luna did feel a little dragged at some points, but I loved it so much. I, that, that rotten thing spilled out on the floor. I was just like, yeah, fucking that's excellent writing. I loved I, it. I also loved the, the way things jumped around in this. I feel like the pacing was perfect. The way that they showed us the one battle at the beginning, making us think that that, that, that was happening way earlier. Yeah. You know I mean, like, oh, like yeah, I, yeah. I, I thought my, my initial impression of going into this is that like, they sent it. They sent an A team. Harley got captured. Now they got to send a B team to rescue Harley and get the mission done. Didn't know that like Amanda Waller had sent them there, expecting one of them to be fodder. Basically, like she's yeah, such I a just, piece of shit in this. Viola just, Davis Viola, is a powerhouse. Oh my god, Viola Davis is so good. I actually watched it parts of it again last night mm-hmm. because I wanted to. The whole scene where she's coerced, uh, coercing Bloodsport into being part of the team, and he he puts the thing to her neck. Yeah. Uh, and it was in the trailer when she says stand down to people. I yeah. legitimately I recoil. Put I, like, chills. I, go, oh. she, I, have, I, I can't have, even imitate it. I won't try. I, I, I literally like try. Uh, I'll, I'll try. Uh, it was ah, 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 ah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just I also love how they did, they did like they did title cards, but they didn't do it in a cunty way. They broke things down into bits and pieces, like you know, like. Operation Harley. Operation Dude, I love those transitions so yeah, much. Yeah. Dude, the Jotunheim one was legitimately impressive. All the top of the buildings. And like, then and it like pans, pans up. up. Yeah, dude, yeah, that was dude. such a good shot, man. That was uh, so good. And there's there's not a character in this that isn't treated with res- as much respect as humanly possible. Yeah. Even though Rat Catcher too. Yeah, yeah. Like like I remember when we were good. reading off we were reading off the names of who was gonna be in this, we were like making we actively made fun of that character. The movie makes fun of that character. And then she ends up being like, "Oh, and Taika Waititi being her dad. Oh my fucking god! That scene was so sad." But the one on the on, when they were on top of the the tower or whatever. What does he say? If we can appreciate the rats, then we all have a chance, or something yeah, like it's that. Like, like, rat, like rats are the most feeble something creatures. If rats can have a purpose, then there's hope for all of us. That's what it is. That's all, what it yeah, is. If yeah, if rats can have yeah. purpose, we all do, or something like that. Yeah. And, and just the way he delivers it, and then they cut back to her. Holding the thing, I I can feel tears. I for a second, it just hit me real quick. I was like, huh. I, you cut back to her, careful, cuts Kevin. back to her with the scepter, sending all the rats to Starro to like trying to just hold him at bay while Harley's inside his eyeball, actively fucking him up. Yeah, and she's got tears streaming down her face because she's remembering her father, who was an imperfect man. Who she's yeah. the, the way they they play out the build up to that with her backstory in the bus and it's playing on the windshield was really fucking cool. There's yeah. a lot of really cool shots in this movie. And she's, she calls her father's drug problem, his burden. And she basically says like, he was a great father. Like he loved me a lot, but he had this burden and you see him like shooting up and yeah. she's like, eventually the burden was too much for him to bear. And I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. Dude. Speaking of good shots before I forget the scene where fucking, um, I, I can never remember this guy's name. I think it's flag. And uh, yeah, and uh, uh, peacekeeper, peacemaker, peacekeeper, 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 are fighting, and you see it in the reflection. No, peacemaker. Sorry, is it peacemaker? And you see yeah. it in the reflection of peacemaker's helmet, like panning with them. Yeah, was such a fucking good. Sh- I know it was superimposed under the helmet. I'm not a dummy, but I'm just saying it was a great fucking composite shot. Uh, we we have to talk about how incredible John Cena was in this. It's like, yeah, I, I I was I was worried that like. We had seen all the best bits in the trailer because, like that, that, who knows what Mad Men do with that? You know, all, all <laughs> yeah, the, like, yeah, yeah. But but he had like throughout he was consistently hilarious. Like there's one part, there's one part where they're going through the the, the rebel camp and they think it's like they think <laughs> yeah. it's like 
and they, they think it's like uh like the enemy's camp still so like yeah. him and him and uh bloodsport are going back with silently killing people he's like oh yeah he's like, he's like it's not a fatal shot doesn't count and he's like something something condensed bullets and the guy explodes he's like nobody likes a show off he's like they do if what they're showing off is fucking dope and he like throws yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> and like black like but the thing is like his comedic timing on that was fantastic but then like <laughs> but then Edris elbow like turns around he's like fuck he's right there too like it's like <laughs> yeah. like his the calm response that had me like howling um it's I'm really excited to see what the Peacemaker series is going to be now, though, because we know that he's not dead after the yeah. post-credit scene. Um, so it makes me wonder, like, are, are we going to maybe get some cameos from other people? Is he maybe going to be on a, a quest for vengeance? You know I, I mean? think that James Gunn did say that it would cross over with other DC properties. I don't think he said which ones, but um, oh, James Gunn is doing that. It's oh, for HBO James, Max. Yeah, it's a series. He, Le- James oh, Gunn, series. cool. Wrote the whole series and directed five of the episodes himself. So looking forward to it. My final thoughts on this are this. So at the end of um, uh, at the end of two, I think Harley's the only one left that was in one, right? Am I forgetting uh, something? I mean, Flag yeah, she's was the in only, it too, She's the only original returning like, character. So, yeah. So I genuinely hope that. Well, first of all, I hope J- James Gunn does the third one. Uh, and I hope they keep doing that because when uh, Poke- when Pokemon Man died, I got really sad. I was like, oh, man, like that sucks. I was hoping to see him in future films or whatever. And then I thought about it and I'm like, he would actually suck in future films. They would keep doing the mom thing or like, yeah, then you'd find out he had daddy issues. He's like, now I have to pretend they're my dad. Like they do something <laughs> dumb like that. You don't. Yeah. Right. They, they, Michael Myers, that shit. He, yeah, exactly. Joke, but different. He, 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 he lived his purpose. He did it so well and it was time for him to go. I hope every subsequent, uh, suicide, Jesus, suicide squad movie that comes out, they 86, most of the cast and bring in new dummy heroes or villains. Yeah. Rather. All we need is Rick flag and Harley, right? Like those are the well, two Rick main flags dead. Oh shit. Yeah. Fuck. That, oh no. Dude. I never cared about him. And that scene had me like choked up a little bit. Like, like I never gave a shit about his character, and that scene was like still punched me in the gut, dude. But but yeah, about, like there, there wasn't an ounce of fat on this movie to me. I mean, yeah. I, I know oh, some dude, I, it just moved, man. It just fucking moved. And, Other than some of the scenes in the uh, whatever it was called, the 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 Harley and the guy scenes, like some of that stuff. I think could have could have went, but it, yeah. like I said, it wasn't. I get I get why they were built. Like it, it did take a little bit longer to get to the point than it should have. But I feel like they were they were doing that whole Cinderella thing to really make you think that she was gonna fall for it again to build yeah. up. Like, have you learned nothing? Have you learned yeah. fucking nothing? And then like you get that payoff where she clearly knows what the fuck yeah. is up, and yeah. she's she's got that that birds of prey swagger still. But even 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 Starro, like even Starro as he's dying, says, "I was so oh, happy so sad floating up in space. I was so happy that I had a beautiful view." Just floating in space, like yeah. even even the big bad is a tragic character. Like everybody serves their purpose, gets their punches in. Like whether it's an action scene, a laugh, or like a gut wrenching, like a heart string tearing line. You know what I mean? Like it's just, yeah. I'm gonna watch it again as soon as we're done. This is funny. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it again tonight, start to finish for sure. I I really really was happy with this film. Um, I hope this is a sign of quality. To come for the DC universe. I will not bank that that's the case, but I hope that this is the case. Uh, Walter Hamada, leader of DC Films, has said that he is going to be involved with other DC projects. 
I don't know if he means the sequel or if he means something else entirely, but the more that they can bring in talented filmmakers and just let them do what they want, I think is the only way you're going to separate yourself from what Marvel's doing. And honestly, at this point, the only hope you have to stay relevant, but still profitable and enjoyable films, because Marvel would never have made a film like this ever. Dude. And I watched uh, infinity war, which is, which is one of my favorite Marvel films. Uh, and then I watched the end of Endgame right on the heels of this, right, right before, or, or right before I watched Suicide Squad, and just like the formula between the two, dude, DC, and, and between this and um, uh, the Snyder Cut, dude, DC is fucking just killing it in my opinion. I think that MCU is doing the same thing again and again and again and again, with the exception of Loki, but. DC is the one going like, all right, they're seeing that they're doing the same thing over and over and over again. And, and basically saying, all right, we're going to be the ones that taking it in a, a, a new direction and try new things. And I, I hope that they stick with that plan because it's fucking working so far. Can yeah. I ask you guys something? Oh, please do. You, do. do you think that DC films has learned their lesson in the wake of the Snyderverse that maybe they should keep their fucking hands out of project? Cause James Gunn, they gave him, they told him, we'll give you, you can use any characters you want. He's even going on record saying, if I wanted to kill Harley Quinn, they would have let me. Jeez. Like, yeah, they, he, gave, they he, gave him complete yeah. creative control. And this is, I think this might, this is definitely the best DC movie we've gotten yet. I think this might beat any Marvel movie for me, too. Yeah, it was, dude, uh, it, it was, was great. It was and, super and, and with a D-list cast. Keep that in mind. Yeah. D-list. Yeah. That's kind of like James Gunn's fucking specialty at this point, right? I guess yeah. his, his fucking forte. The, the only other movie, the only Marvel movie I can think of that is as fun as this is the original Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. If I'm being honest, because, I mean, I think some of them are great. You know, we've talked about, I like some of the Captain Americas and some of the Avengers, but none of them are as fun as this was, with the exception of maybe Guardians. Maybe. And Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Thor Ragnarok. All right, baby boy. All right, any final thoughts for wrapping this bitch up? We're going to call it. That's it for and me. Derek, Derek literally already said here yeah. my final thoughts earlier, so I'm pretty sure. Um, Scott, anything? Uh, James Gunn to the root. To the root. <laughs> straight down. Straight uh, episode down 37, to the, to the root. Uh, <laughs> episode 37, root and stem. Uh, that sounds <laughs> somehow very dirty, but it's not. <laughs> Boys, uh, Derek. Deep gag reflex, you know what I mean? <laughs> Eric, where can everybody find you? Are you are you gonna stream ever again? Uh, you know, you know what's funny. You should ask me. Um, I was talking to Jello about it the other night, and I was like, ah, it's I miss streaming sometimes, but it's difficult. Uh, you know, I got the kid now, and he's like, dude, just get one of those carriers, hold him right here. Your fucking oh, yeah. bits and tips and followers of Skyrocket. And I had to That's ask true. myself this question. I'm like, am I really that big of a piece of shit? Explore that I would yeah. whore my son out for monetary gain. And the answer is absolutely I will. Oh my God, I would whore him out without even thinking about it. I'll make money off of him. Uh, you can find me at least on uh, Twitter for now at Dr. Gloom MD, possibly Twitch in the future if I want to whore my son out, which I do because I need money. Uh, at DRG Nice. Scott, I think, how about I think, you? I think you really should. No, I just want to promo for Derek's channel too. I think you really should though oh, okay. because diapers ain't cheap. If that kid has your gastrointestinal system, he shit all the time. Oh, he takes some crazy dumps. Yeah. Nice. Uh, nice. They smell like fucking shit. I mean, I know they're supposed to smell like shit, but oh my yeah, god, I mean, they are they're shit, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, smell more like shit than any shit you've ever smelled. Uh, they re that's really accurate, though. It's not even a joke. I'm like, this is the shittiest shit I've ever smelled. 
<laughs> oh man. Uh, Twitch and Twitter, Swearwolf, S W E A R W O L F E. Uh, we'll be playing Remothered, Back for Blood, and uh, Dead by Daylight all week. Come hang out. Super fun times, super fun times. Back for Blood, uh, once again, super joy last night. Super yeah. huge joy. I can't wait very, for that game to come good. out proper. Uh, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter at TCN Plays. That's all I have to say, boys. Any sign off? Any, uh, come on, make a joke. Be funny. Long live the king. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys next time. See ya.